Hello, everyone. Welcome to a brand new first episode of our podcast, our weekly wrestling wrap up. This is Hardly Kayfabe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm one of your hosts. This is Chris Chavez. I am joined here with uh, one of my co hosts from the other podcast I do, the Hardly Awesome Podcast, Brandon Fuller. Hello, hello. And we are also joined by the man, the myth, the legend, Johnny Townsend. Uh, hello, thanks for having me on a show that I'm a part of. Also, uh, I like that, like you said, this was our first brand new episode. It, it kind of has to be, right? <laughs> we can't have our first episode be a repeat. Well, it's literally impossible. Well, let's see. Uh, if we go up by track record on all the podcasts we do, how many times <laughs> they had a repetitive first episodes, this really could not – right now it's brand new. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, and it's quickly going down the route of having to start over. So, <laughs> yeah, it nope. also depends on if this uh, recording saves. Because yeah. I mean, then it could be a brand new first episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, if not, uh, we'll be doing it all over again. But no, this is uh, the first episode of our weekly wrestling wrap up podcast. Yeah, um, welcome back. I wanted to <laughs> welcome back to the show. Welcome back to the first episode. <laughs> if you are very confused, if you're a listener of the network, if you follow any of our other shows, uh, then yes, welcome back for sure. Um, you'll also know that we already have a wrestling show on the network. However, that show uh, is an old school show. They talk about old school pay per view shows, um, and those two guys on there are basically uh, legends in their own right, uh, with a mm-hmm. lot of experience veterans. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are just fans of wrestling, and we just want to sit around and talk about what's going on now. Um, yeah, we're just schmucks compared sh- to them. Schmuckers. Uh, so that's it, man. We just want to kind of just sit around and talk about wrestling. Uh, mm. Weekly, we'll come back every week talking about what happened in Raw, SmackDown, NXT. We might start branching out into some New Japan or Ring of Honor, uh, some other things out there. But right Glow. now, we're going to... Yeah. <laughs> Glow! <laughs> Did they bring Glow back? Or is it just the uh, you know the TV shows bringing the popularity? Is it, are they yeah, bringing was, back Glow? I don't think so. They don't need to anymore. There was right? the original. There was there's the Netflix series, and then there was also the documentary that I haven't watched yet. So oh. I don't think there was a reboot. There was not a reboot. No, Ivory though. Let's turn this all back around. She started in Glow. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny if you start up the if you, you can find it on YouTube, just a pilot episode of Glow. She's like within the first thirty seconds, you see her running around like a crazy person. Uh, but if you if somebody you, playing her, obviously, right? What I Ivory? Yeah, it's her. Yeah. Oh, it's like, her. Yeah, just oh, okay. Her straight up running around doing her goofy character. I don't know what it was, but have have you ever seen any of Glow? The Netflix show or Real Glow? The Real Glow. Real Glow, yeah, when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. The original Glow. Yeah, yeah. The real original or the brand new original? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, now, wait, is that brand new or repeat? <laughs> Depends. Do you call a reboot a repeat? Is it a reboot? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, so uh, Call uh, it a re-re. Yeah, to answer your question, yeah, I have. I've seen uh, original Glow. <laughs> it's insane. It is. It really is. If you've never seen it before and you look it up, be prepared. But it's when you're weird. a little kid, dude, like you're already fascinated by like the grandioseness of wrestling, the, yeah. the pomp, the, the, the characters, you know? So like... Watching all that stuff is just, it blows you away. You're like, oh, of course, this is amazing. Of course, there's one for women, too. You know, <laughs> women have to beat each other up. And it's not like the uh, the WWE. They have to. <laughs> <laughs> like, how else do they get out their anger? 
They must beat each other up. They must. <laughs> they must. They must. <laughs> Their life depends on it. But uh, yeah, we're not going to be covering Glow on this podcast. We're going to be talking about, uh, like I said, Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. But mm-hmm. for our first episode, uh, we're going hard. We're going big time with the first episode because this past weekend mm-hmm. was WrestleMania weekend. WrestleMania 34. In oh, New Orleans, no, Nolans, Nolans, Nolans. Do we have to say? Do we have to talk with an accent the rest of the show? We have to butcher the Cajun accent the entire time. Yes, Nolans. <laughs> and you know what comes along with Wrestle, uh, WrestleMania? Uh, whatever city they go to, NXT takes over that city the day before. Oh man! And, and it did. It absolutely <laughs> did. NXT take over New Orleans. Uh, are you guys ready to get into some of this stuff that happened in this uh, pay per view? It's a pay per view, right? The takeovers. It might as well be. Do they? It's on the network. Mm-hmm. Do they offer them as pay per views for people who aren't a part of the network, though? I think you have to have the network to watch. Yeah, it. I oh, think that's okay. Yeah, I think they stopped that but altogether. You, like you have to do the network. But you can now. still do pay per view for WrestleMania, though, right? Or is that? I don't know. I don't think so. You just have to have the network now. We're clearly experts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, See, Dale, Dale, it's, okay. I mean, we literally right. have the network, so there's no worries about. It. We don't have to exactly. worry about it. So. See, Dale, Chris, has Chris, this. yeah, exactly. yeah, Chris, you can't ask us these questions. You're going to give away <laughs> that we don't know anything. I thought you'd do this. Man, he's throwing hardball <laughs> questions out. <laughs> this is this is hardly kayfabe. We've got to seem like we know what we're talking about. <laughs> right away. Right away. Yeah. All right, let's get 15 in- stars. <laughs> let's get into it already, guys. Uh, NXT TakeOver New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh, first match, right out of the gate, we all said it as the match was going on because we were tweet- uh, t- texting with each other. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we were tweeting with each other. <laughs> We're like, what the hell? How is this the first match? And that's not a bad thing. As in, like, this is the most unbelievable thing we're seeing in a long time. Yeah, it was it was just an amazing thing to open with. Like, we all said the exact same thing. How does anyone follow this? Which is a ladder match. Ladder match for the newly created NXT North American Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Velveteen Dream, EC3, Ricochet. Adam Cole, Killian Dane, and Lars Sullivan, all in one ring mm-hmm. at various points with yes. ladders <laughs> all over the place. Outside, inside, and above the ring. Holy crap, though, dude. We seriously saw stuff that you were just like, how? Why? How is that? How and why? Well, I want to I wanna throw this question out right off the bat. I'll throw it to Johnny. Who do you think was the outstanding one of the six? Ooh, like if you absolutely a, had to say well, there was an oh, MVP, because I I pose this to myself and I just couldn't figure it out. I, I it's a really hard question because all of these guys shine so oh, well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Every everybody in this match had at least two or three moments where they looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody, you could tell everybody wanted to make everybody look good in this too. Oh uh, yeah, I mean they really did great. I mean if you really want to. Uh, like just tear this match down. It's it's pretty much a spot fest, but mm-hmm. it's done so well, and the story's done so well, and all the wrestlers are so good that you're just you're just engaged in it. Now, the, I will say who impressed me the most, and maybe it's just because 
I wasn't expecting that out of them, mm-hmm. but uh, it was Velveteen Dream. I was going to say the same <laughs> thing. Yeah. I was very impressed with his performance. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. I've seen, I already, see, I've seen Ricochet and a lot of his independent stuff, and I knew he was capable of some incredible feats, and he showed a lot of that off here. But I, I was not aware of, I mean, Velveteen Dream, there, there's one part where he's walking across the ladder, you know? Yeah. And he kind of slips through the ladder at one point. Mm-hmm. And, and then he just easily picks himself up through the ladder and does a, and does a really sweet move on there. And, and I was thinking, he's got to be one of the most, uh, like clumsy slash graceful people. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like both. He's both of those things and it works. And yeah. man, and that's not even talking about the the elbow drop off the top ladder. I, mean, I was going to say, beautiful. dude, that oh. that Macho Man Randy Savage yeah. style. I've never seen like he's a huge dude too. He's yeah. deceptively oh, yeah. large. He's a tall guy and he's very muscular. So, and he went to the top of the tallest ladder. He he jumped so his feet were higher than the belt was hanging almost. Like he got serious air. Uh, yeah, just, he just partied it. Yeah. Oh, just props today. It was a beautiful, terrifying move. <laughs> it was, yeah. it's, dude. It was terrifying for Lars to receive that, dude. I was gonna like, say, oh, see his chest cave in yeah. on the slow mo replay. I was it was say, ridiculous. The person who took that had you gotta just applaud them for taking it. But <laughs> Lars Sullivan looked like a monster in that match, and I think of all the people, he might have been the lowest on the totem, but he walked out there equal. I think Lars actually benefited probably the most on any of them, and that's including Adam Cole, who I called to to win the thing, and he did. And man, (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm just glad he did, because man, he needed that title, because now he's got all that swagger to to go with his character. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, dude, he's the next Heartbreak Kid. That's the next Shawn Michaels right there. He's just like him. Just like him. Uh, Killian Dane was amazing as always. I'd never seen Ricochet, so I was very impressed with what he's done, what he did. Like, I was just like jaw on the ground sometimes going like, what the f? Like, is that for real right now? Um, when he, they tipped the ladder that he was on top of and he just backflipped to the outside. Oh, (laughs) scared the hell out of everybody. When he went, when he went bounce, he bounced, uh, there was one of his first acrobatic moves is him like, He's he's running to to jump out the ring, and he bounces off like the ropes to the right, onto the ropes in front of him, and instead of flipping forward mm-hmm. or how he flipped backwards, it was a backwards <laughs> flip. Did you see that? Yeah, uh, I was like, "Are you serious right a now?" Double springboard <laughs> shooting star to like, the outside. What is insane. the fuck? <laughs> okay, yeah, he he. <laughs> Uh, even when he takes a bump, it looks it looks oh, like yeah. the most athletic thing you've ever seen. It was ridiculous. <laughs> Just, yeah. um, I mean, it's it's pretty incredible what what he can definitely do. Yeah. He's, he's uh, like a cartoon character. Yeah, no, he is. In he's, a good an, way. he's an anime character. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I told you guys. I told you guys. They showed a little video. It might have been on like uh, WWE's YouTube channel, like just how he was work, how he works out, and it's literally he's on the beach, <laughs> sand barefoot, and he does. A backflip into, like, as soon as he lands on the backflip, he jumps right into a push-up. And he just does that over and over and over and over again. I gotta, I gotta pull that up after we're done here. I gotta yeah. see that. It's incredible. And the whole time I'm like, my idea of working out is, like, how fast can I get to this buffet? <laughs> and he's sitting there doing this left and right. Like, it's nothing. He makes it look like it's nothing, by the way. Uh, yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, as you mentioned, Brandon, Adam Cole wins this match, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm happy for. What about you guys? Like, is that who you are? Are you happy? Happy with the winner, or did you oh, yeah. want somebody oh, yeah. else to win it? 
I think he benefits the most for in getting the title. I think the only person that could have benefited more is someone that's just too new, and that's EC3. I think that fits him so well, but he's just too new. He needs some time to so, cement himself. I was gonna, but. I was gonna say this about them. So I didn't see Ricochet before. I've never seen mm-hmm. him or EC3 before. So Ricochet, super impressed. EC3, meh. <laughs> Well, it, I was thinking about this. Like, I, I know EC3 is very good because I've seen him in TNA. Uh, but, like, in this match, he was mainly there just to get, like, jumped on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seemed like he did nothing, really. And there was a while there where uh, he was supposed to be hurt on the outside, you know, on the apron, just kind of, like, watch, you know, making his way back at some point. Yeah. But instead of really selling the fact that he was hurt, there was a lot of where you could kind of just see him watching the, the, the action in the ring the whole time, <laughs> just sitting there watching it. You know what I mean? And yeah. it was, it was yeah. I was like, why is he there? I don't even know well, who this guy he is. He's brand new. So, but, uh, uh, yeah, not sure. He's, it's, it's brand new first time. No repeat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was that first match of TakeOver. Uh, mm-hmm. Like we said, we saw some nasty, nasty moves. Some crazy like ladder crashes. Let At me, one point, I think Killian Dane like jumps down and like sits on someone <laughs> straight through straight through the ladder. I was, like, was going to ask you: Is there one Jesus. spot besides that elbow? Because we already discussed, yeah, that, that you were just like holy, like, and and you just mentioned one. Yeah. I was going to say where Killian Dane does the Michinoku driver. Oh my through God! EC three. It was EC three, I believe threw a ladder to the floor. Yeah. It was insane. That was insane. And then Adam Cole pushing uh, Ricochet off the ladder yeah. to, to take it. That was another insane. Just like you said, that <laughs> flip off of that from the top. Of, it was just insane. Like, How about what you, the- Johnny? I, I was going to say, Killian Dane is quickly becoming one of my favorites, if I'm just being honest. Yeah. Uh, he, he's such a big guy, but like he, I, I don't know if I've seen a big guy who throws his body around as effortlessly as he does. I mean, it's been a while. And, like, he just throws it around like it's nothing. And there's one point where he was on the turnbuckle, and he's about to do, like, a, a either some sort of move onto uh, EC3, who has a ladder on top of him. Mm. But then I'm thinking, it was it Ricochet jumped on his back? Yeah. I think it was. Oh, jumps yeah. on his ba- Jumps on his back. So with a guy on his back, he does the move anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was Adam Cole on his back. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Did, it was a, a Vader bomb. Oh, yeah, with Adam Cole on his back, and then he crushes him. <laughs> this oh, was man, I, like that's what I'm saying. Yeah. This match to kick off NXT, and it was like we all said this in our text exchange. They were making a statement mm-hmm. like this is supposed to be the development uh, brand. These guys were saying, "Are you kidding me? You guys suck. Watch what we can do." They took over the weekend. They really Dude, did. it was ridiculous to open with this match the way it did. Uh, next, it goes to the NXT Women's Championship match. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> we know how you feel I'm about Ember. An, I'm not an Ember Moon fan, so I could. <laughs> it was just like eh. uh, Shayna Baszler too. Like for a while there, like when she first showed up, you could see how green she was. Mm-hmm. You know, very awkward. Uh, and each time she showed up and each time, you know, her character continued to develop that nasty, like she's going to come in and choke you out or break your arm <laughs> kind of a character. Yeah. Like yeah. she really like embraced it. You could see her enjoying it. Like mm-hmm. the, the awkward little smiles. Now they look like, like nasty jeers. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so I think her performance during this match was awesome. I thought she did much better than I've seen her perform in a while. She, she, to me, she keeps improving with each match. What do you think, Johnny? 
I agree with that, and that's what you want to do. You want to keep improving, especially when you're new to the sport. Uh, the, that one point where she's got this move where she's been like, break, well, you know, kayfabing, uh, breaking <laughs> people's arms. Yeah. And she gets that turned around against her this time. Yeah. And there's one point where she just starts ramming her shoulder into the turnbuckle to put it back into place. And I was like, this is, this is making her character right now. Yeah, that was insane. Like Can that I- moment. That moment made her character, and to me, made me a fan of hers from that moment on. Like, I just love that she did that. Yeah. And it really helped tell the story of the match, too. I just want to, a slight correction, because it mm. wasn't the padded turnbuckle. It was the ring post. Like, yeah. the freaking post she was bashing her shoulder into. Yeah, she was, in, she was over on the apron Dude, pulling a lethal weapon, just like... The- popping yeah. the shoulder back in and i place. agree with you johnny i saw that and i was like yes this is it she <laughs> has created not only that she's uh, a badass but now it's almost like she, i think she's going to be that heel that people are going to like to cheer i really do i feel like that was just ridiculous there was a good performance and i don't know that was people are gonna look back and be like wow it, it's gonna be interesting to see because she's so green but I, I yeah. think she is definitely rolling uphill. She is improving a lot with each match. And I think the title will give her an actual more confidence yeah. to actually keep going with that really nasty character. She's doing a good job of it, man. She yeah, really is. Yeah, yeah. And she yeah. did a good job of selling, too, with that shoulder thing. Like the rest of the match, mm-hmm. she kept the arm, you know, like it was it was injured. You know what I mean? Like she really held held out all the rest of that match. Yeah, I wanted to point out, like, in order to, to get her finishing hold on at the end, because she was selling the arm injury, she instead hooked around her, her Ember Moon's throat and grabbed her own hair. So she was, like, ripping her own hair out to keep the hold in place, which just shows even more toughness. She's got, a bro- like, a busted arm, and she's ripping her own hair out to choke Ember Moon out. Like, yeah. she sold it completely as, like, a legitimate badass. And, uh, man, they just they booked that perfectly yeah. for her. And she pulls it. Oh, I agree. She grabs the title. Mm-hmm. Um, and again... And I thought it was... A, I thought overall it was a really good match. I know you're not an Ember Moon fan, but... Right. I thought she more than enough held up her end of it. Oh, I mean, yeah. She mm-hmm. sold very well, I thought. Uh, I mean, everybody loves that finisher of hers, but I've told you guys a million times. <laughs> I mean, that finisher is beautiful to see, and she got to do it once onto the outside this time. Yeah, but there's no crazy. way that there, but there's no way she'll be able to walk just fine ten years from now. <laughs> no, not there's just at no all. way. Not I mean, at there's all. There's so much there's so much impact you're putting on your hip and yeah. stuff. She, uh, I was like, man, uh, I kind of feel sorry for her yeah, coming and, out later. And don't get me wrong; it's not that I don't like her in terms of as a wrestler because she's actually really good. She's mm-hmm. got she's very you know good at what she does. I just don't like the character, the whole kind of werewolfy you know <laughs> twilight motif that's going and it, it just i don't know it just it, it's it's not my it's she's kind of like walks the line between having a gimmick and not yeah so she's it, it is a very sort of uh vague kind of a werewolfy thing sometimes yeah. she has like it's got the moon thing going contacts and, yeah but then most of the time she doesn't and she just talks normal and it's like I can see where what you're talking about. Like, pick, pick, go one way or go the other way. Either, she walks down the middle. Let's fix her character now. Yeah, I say go full it's, werewolf. It's either werewolf, <laughs> werewolf or Twilight fangirl. It's one of the two. You imagine? I want her to go. I want her to go full werewolf. <laughs> I'm her, saying it now. You want her coming out with like fangs and the Michael yeah, yeah, Jackson I want to, werewolf makeup? Yep. I want her to look just like. Uh, uh, like uh, what was a Teen Wolf? I wanted to look just like that. <laughs> Damn it, you stole it. 
and, and but when like uh, when she's not dressed up like that, she's just like a normal person and she can't do anything. <laughs> and she's not good at wrestling, but when she turns into the wolf, she's, she's a, like Michael J. Fox playing basketball. And it's got to be it's got to be where she comes out normal at first and then so like the whole feel of the match is that she's getting her ass beat, she gets knocked off, she rolls yeah. under the ring and that's where she changes and comes <laughs> yes. out as the yes. werewolf and then destroys. She just puts plastic teeth in and then furry arm and gloves. <laughs> this this would be yes. the most if she ever did that, she would be, like just become my favorite wrestler of all time. <laughs> if that ever happens. Every time she gets in a submission, she's right like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. <laughs> if that, yeah, she's pinning him and she's like howling to the moon as she's holding him down. But uh, the easy way to defeat her is just like throw a dog bone out somewhere. <laughs> you do this and I'm, do, I'm down. I'm totally down. I will be an Ember Moon fan for sure. That's Once it. that gimmick going. Um, all right, so let's move on. So at NXT, they go on to uh, the NXT Tag Team Championship, which now is coupled with the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic because uh, that was never decided on the NXT brand. Double DQ. Um, yeah, so now we have Authors of Pain against Undisputed Era, which is really uh, O'Reilly and Cole. Uh, mm-hmm. Who's coming off of the ladder match that he just had his you know ass beaten and 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 but he wins, uh, but he's beaten uh, mm-hmm. and then against Strong and Dunn who were just thrown together for this competition and have just destroyed everyone they went up against. Yeah, yeah. And the authors of pain who uh, are yeah. you would think if you just look at the authors of pain, this is what really impresses me with them. Mm-hmm. Usually when it's big, when it's just say a big guy, a lot of people don't think they're going to be near as good because they don't kind of have to be right yeah uh, you know think uh you know think like ryback that's a good example i can think of where a lot of people like you can't really wrestle but you're just a huge guy who can throw people around but i think these two guys honestly can wrestle fairly well if you ask me yeah i think so mm-hmm. they They're both pretty have good. mma backgrounds and what are they like um I forget what country they're from, like Israeli or something. There's, really? They're, they're from some country I've never heard of any wrestler coming from before. They they speak uh, a different language in the ring, if you notice. Yeah. Um, Saskatchewan. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know it's not Australian. Yeah, and in effect, and I love, <laughs> and I love that they have, they still have a, they have a manager, which is like so unused nowadays. Yes. Paul Ellering. Yes, bring him back. And yeah. Ellering, Ellering is, does an amazing job. He's still good, and he's, what, like 70 years old. He's still yeah. scary. He's a scary old man. Yes, yes. It, I just picture him, like, on his on his porch at home, like, get off my lawn. And when the little kid doesn't listen, he just points to the AOP. Yeah. <laughs> and they super collide the kids together. All right. I am going to uh, – so, Authors of Pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is Canadian. He's a Canadian. Uh, Ak- Akim is that his name? Akim. I've never heard of a Akim. wrestler coming from Canada. Akim. Yeah, <laughs> Canadian strange. wrestler. Totally what? strange. That's unheard of. And <laughs> then the nice. uh, and then Razar. 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 Yeah, just Rezar. like the Ninja Turtle character. He's uh he's Dutch Albanian. <laughs> That's what it was. Albanian. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Albanian. Yeah, geez. they both are mixed yeah. martial artists. But yeah, yeah so those Dutch those Dutch wrestlers come a dime a dozen. But Albanian. <laughs> <laughs> Albanian and Canadian, they're like now that's the rarest, like a unicorn. <laughs> they're like, they're like, uh, that's like a uh, werewolf I, wrestler. 
was about to, I was about to make a, a reference to Magic the Gathering, this that card game, because I know there's more rares of those. But then I realized I wouldn't know what I was talking about. So please. Uh, <laughs> so we're back to the uh, the triple threat match for the tag team championship and the Dusty mm-hmm. Rhodes tag team classic. Authors of Pain, mm-hmm. Undisputed Era, Strong and Done. Uh, it was an impressive match again. Oh, yeah. uh, a lot of athleticism, a lot of really good knocks, so, uh, good selling. I mean, it was really good. Everybody so far mm-hmm. up to this point is just doing an amazing job. They're just all on on their game. Absolutely. Uh, and I felt and I felt this one was booked smartly with Cole yeah. because he'd already just been through you know hell with yeah. that first match, mm-hmm. and he was totally playing it coming out with his yeah. ribs wrapped up, and you could hear yeah, him yeah. saying, you know, I, I don't think we should do this. I don't want to do this. Yeah, yeah. You know, he he was kind of like hesitant to even go out there. I I want to. I have a quick question just. To, to frame the matchup, who did you guys have to win the Dusty Classic? Like, when the original bracket was set? Because obviously a lot of things went down. Uh, Authors of Pain, I thought, would you take You thought it. they'd yeah. take the whole thing? I, I was thinking... I was honestly kind of leaning towards Strong and Done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't think Authors of Pain would, because in my opinion, they're ready to go to the main roster. They've been such a part of that uh, tag division for a while now in NXT. They're kind of ready yeah. to go up, in my opinion. But, mm. yeah, I didn't think Cole would win just because he wrestled before. Mm. So that's why this outcome really – I wasn't expecting it at all. Yeah. It was done perfectly. Yeah. This, this heel turn was done perfectly. Yeah, when oh, the bracket yeah, yeah. started, I totally thought it was authors. And then when we got down to here, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. they're going to – they may do – like you said, Johnny, I thought authors were ready to move up by now. Uh, and I thought, you know, strong and done – it was almost like they were doing this thing of like they put these guys together and they realize they have uh, a chemistry. Yep. So now they've created a team that like by the last match, right before they this la- this one, uh, mm-hmm. you could see they were literally doing uh, in sync combinations and moves. Yeah, like, they had a tandem finisher. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So you're like, oh, this is cool. They're really working together. And I was like, you could even, Sucker you could even in. see the name. You know what I mean? Strong and done. Like it's <laughs> like that's it. They come in strong style, then they leave. They're done. You could see it. The coming. tag team forming. Yeah. So this this match was amazing. So like we said, uh, we saw a lot of athleticism, a lot of good shit going mm-hmm. down. Uh, it comes down to Dunn getting ready to pin O'Reilly, and yeah. you see uh, Roderick Strong running into the ring. And you're assuming he's going to come in to start celebrating, right? Or, yeah, like keep the rest of the guys away so that they can, you know, make sure they win. No. Shocking. Shocking. I, I out loud on my couch was like, I, I said out loud, I was like, what the hell Dude, just I, happened? I literally, I was watching it. I literally jumped up. I had, I had my hands to my head, eyes wide as hell. I looked at Aaron with my mouth wide open, looked back at the TV, looked back at her. And back at the TV, and I was like, "You don't understand. This is insane. This has not been like. There's, there's no clues. There were no mm-hmm. clues that were left. This is not. No one could have seen this. There's no way anyone saw this coming. Dude, again, no way. Just perfectly booked, dude. What do you think, Johnny? What a turn! I, I, I have to agree. <laughs> I love the turn. Uh, it really makes the uh, the undisputed era seem even more strong now. Yeah. Haha. Uh, uh-huh. um, <laughs> I was going to ask you guys, like, I have an MVP of this of this match. The guy really stood out to me, mm-hmm. and that was O'Reilly. I don't know how well you guys oh, thought yeah. about him, but he really, like, I knew he was good, but he really showed some flashes of brilliance in this, I thought. Yeah, he's, uh, if you ever caught some of his single stuff before they even did the Undisputed Era, like, he's got a very unique style, but you could tell he is, he's 
really good in the ring. He knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah. And he's a single star in the future for sure. But, yeah, he stood out because he was basically alone half the time trying to fight yeah. these guys off. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and what what was the move where he got just squashed so hard by the AOP? There was there was one point where he just gets annihilated, but he still is showing. He's got those stiff kicks that he does. Yeah. He's very technical. He did shine. Dude, sure. it was a good match overall, but that turn was like <laughs> that turn is it for we it was after coming off of the ladder match, mm-hmm. like already feeling like this isn't the most amazing show so far, and this is NXT. This mm-hmm. isn't even big show yet. This isn't even <laughs> the top dogs yet. This is NXT, and we're already getting this. And when that heel turn kicks, it was like this is it. This is why you love wrestling. Yeah. This is why and you're I, a and, fan. I, and I love and I loved how Cole and O'Reilly sold it. Yeah. They were just as shocked as everybody else. Yeah. When when he yeah. went to grab his arm for the armband, he like went to hit him. He was like, yeah, get yeah, away yeah. from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, and, Nope, I'm but, joining you, bitch. But how perfect is it? Because it's like you see uh in the old days with the with the four horsemen or the NWO mm. or or you know, any of those factions, uh uh Degeneration X. Uh, they would seek people out and try to get them to join. And for a while yeah. there, there was a storyline where Undisputed was trying to lure Strong over to their team. And that's what um, makes it even better. Yeah. It's because they already completed an entire storyline where yeah. he flout, flat out denied them and said yep. no. And, then, and they moved on. Yeah, and then you had clashes So you kind of forgot two. about it. Yeah. And, and then it just, oh, it's just so it well is. done. It's so classic. <laughs> I feel like these guys at NXT, the people working NXT are like... Study the old stuff, the stuff that worked, the Mm -hmm. kinds of stuff where, like, you're shocked. Like, when you see uh, the Rockers end it because uh, Sweet Chin Music (laughs) puts somebody through the barbershop window, you know what I mean? Like, whatever happened to Marty Jannetty, by the way? Is he still around? (laughs) That dude's still around? Yeah, he's still around. Uh, But, like, when when you have those kinds of things, those are momentous. I feel like Mm -hmm. we're going to look back and be like that moment. Remember that time when Roderick Strong turned and everyone was like, In NXT, they they have those moments. Then they they are basically the same as what happened in the past. Yeah. But they've they've done so much unique, different, you know, modernization of it. But it's still the same old classic stuff. Yeah, it's all Gargano and Ciampa is the Rockers. It it, it is, dude. It totally is. They make 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 a heel turn mean something yes and be a moment in itself not they do a really do good it. job of that not just yeah they do it. a really good exactly they do a really good job of that and, and i and i i've never seen a heel turn uh done on the main roster that was more impactful than that nah. until maybe when we talk about yeah, something a little yeah, later we get it to wrestlemania maybe <laughs> well but this I, one I would throw, there's a few i could throw up there but they've been from like decades ago now yeah, exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're I'm talking saying, in a while it's been a yeah. long time since a significant shocking heel turn happened right for yeah. sure so that happens and we're left just like how can they get any better for real how could they get any better uh oh yeah that's right nxt championship match is next uh in which we have andrade cien almas against alistair black mm-hmm. and again i wasn't let down entertaining high you know yeah. high action a lot of really good stuff um there was a i, I did know notice in this one there was slight botches here and there they weren't that i mean it wasn't that bad though mm-hmm. you know what i mean it was enough for you to still be like oh close you yeah, know yeah 
There, uh, there was a scary moment where Alistair Black, he was supposed to do the uh, like the lion salt, but land and because he always does that fake out lion salt land and sit down. Yeah, and he didn't rotate enough and moonsaulted the mat on accident. He just did oh, one. Yeah, yeah. So he kind of looked silly doing that and that, but he recovered quick enough at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This what I really loved about this match. This one, like the women's championship match before it told a story in the match itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like this story was that Zelina Vega was constantly, you know, coming to the aid mm-hmm. and attacking black constantly. And then one time it backfired and that's when they lost. I mean, it was done so perfectly that whoever booked these matches did an amazing job, I think. And if you listen to the announcers, yeah. they, they were spot on with the storytelling. Oh, yeah. Because they kept oh, yeah, mentioning the announcers were the announcers were a plus tonight. Almaro sure. Ronaldo, Ronaldo. Uh, I yeah, think. I love yeah. the NXT announcers. I got to tell you, I, I really do. Just They're quick so rewind, classic, dude. They're so classic with the expression in the voice yeah, and that yeah. whole like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, and they make it sound like it's a sport. Like yeah. what's happening? Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing. That's what a lot of. Uh, I think Corey Graves does a really good job, yep. but that's what's really hurting a lot of the. Uh, the main roster stuff. That's true. Yeah. When it comes to the commentating, they're more trying to sell stuff than they are trying to mm-hmm. uh, put it over as a, as a sport. Yep. They're selling the, the product, but uh, I don't know if you noticed during the, uh, the ladder match, just a quick rewind of what, when Mauro Ronaldo was comparing Lars Sullivan to Thanos. Yes. He said this yes. was the Infinity War, and instead of six gemstones, it's six athletes. <laughs> and right. this is NXT's Thanos. That's right. Like, he sold it perfect, <laughs> though. I believed him. I was like, yeah, man, yeah. he's fucking Thanos. <laughs> EC3's, uh, EC3's Twitter, uh, after that, uh, pointed that out and goes, hey, so who's that make me in this, in this universe? <laughs> like, he wanted to know, he wanted the fans to tell him who he should be and who everybody else was. He was Groot. <laughs> yeah, he was Groot, just kind of off to the side, going, "I am Groot, guys." Well, he's if he's the top one percent, then he's Tony Stark. <laughs> uh, That's true. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, back to uh, Almas and Black again. Very entertaining match. Uh, Great storytelling. Amazing storytelling. And we, all three of us, knew this was coming. The title was going to go to Black because Almas is moving up. He's got to be moving up. Uh, guarantee he yeah, shows up so, tonight yeah. or tomorrow night, right? Uh, that would be my guess, him and Vega, because he has to have her with him. That really makes his makes him stand out. Yeah, they're, man, the the main roster's mm-hmm. missing that too. They're missing that the female manager that's the mouth that is like, you know <laughs> what I mean? That is that pest, yeah. the pest on the side of the the ring. Yeah, I think they're missing out on managers in general because there's maybe what two, uh, Heyman. Is Heyman really a manager? He's more like a he's uh, an advocate. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's more like a, a, a hype man. And like, you know what I mean? And Honestly, like who else? No, nobody else. Is there else. even any managers left? Yeah, what's her? Uh, what's her name? Rusev's. No, no, no. Because he comes out with uh, English now. Yeah. yeah, Lana does her own stuff now. I think they that's don't even right. Have yeah. managers. They yeah. really need to get back. So out. <laughs> Speaking of Lana, uh, I just want to point this out real quick. They had a Hall of Fame on Friday, and they had a red carpet for that. And I was telling you guys this. Oh, I don't yeah. know if I explained this well <laughs> enough, but Lana, the actual lady, they are she and Rusev are really married. They're really married in real life, yeah. and they and they live in Tennessee. He really is from like uh, Romania, Bulgaria, or wherever. Yeah. So that accent of his is real. Canada. Hers, however, is not. She is from Tennessee. If I'm not th- if I'm thinking correctly. Yeah. So uh, when she's being interviewed on the red carpet, by the way, she looked amazing. She's a very attractive lady. <laughs> but when she's but when she's being interviewed, like she's going in and out of that accent, going from 
southern. Oh my god! To, really? That's amazing. That. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty incredible. That's amazing. It's like, like there's a moment where there's a moment where it seems like she realizes that she's not doing the right accent and she catches herself. <laughs> And it's pretty incredible. That's awesome. <laughs> it's funny because I did see like uh, a little interview with her when she was in the Mar- one of the Marine movies with The Miz. And she plays it. She's like, oh, I can play an American easy. Listen to this accent. She's just talking normal. <laughs> and then she goes back into her fake accent. She's like, look at how easy that was. Uh, <laughs> that's perfect. I kind of love that. Though. That is amazing. <laughs> that's, man, that's the good thing about like, so what that people know about wrestling? Like, if you yeah. could still do where you stay in character, you know what I mean? Like they used yeah. to back in the day. She's like, like one of the only ones to. that has to, though. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. That's great, though. And Seamus, he has to fake that Irish accent everywhere now. Oh, my God. He's stuck with it. That's insane. Where's he really from? New uh, Jersey. I think he really is Irish hey, born, but he doesn't have the accent at all. He sounds like uh, Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> regularly <laughs> he's like top of the morning to you and then camera turns off he's like hey give me coffee <laughs> that's my that's my Sylvester Stallone that's a good you can never understand man. what he's saying you can't understand what he's saying <laughs> Adrian uh, anyway okay so the NXT championship Alistair Black ends up winning it we saw it coming next was the uh, the last match of the night uh, and again whew, they did it right, man. NXT sandwiched this show with one of the best opening matches and one of the best closing matches. The unsanctioned grudge match between uh, Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano. Unsanctioned, was it? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. Gargano is technically not a part, wasn't a part of the company at the time. So Spoilers. That's right. Unsanctioned. They could do whatever they wanted. Yeah, and they and, did. Uh, it was a good time, dude. What a match. You weren't kidding. Uh, this, uh, is a, this is taking a bite out of a beautiful sandwich here. It was just... <laughs> yeah. It was delicious, baby. Dude, this, but this match right here, the culmination, this is honestly the culmination of amazing storytelling now for over the past year now, was it? A little bit over a year? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. the amount of stuff that they put into it, the way it went down, and uh, week after the beatdowns that uh, Ciampa would put on Gargano, you know what I mean? And, and then they all didn't of a rush sudden, it. No, it took its time. Then there was the match that you know, this is it. If I don't win, I'm out of NXT. And there goes Gargano. And mm-hmm. every time Ciampa came out to talk, no one would let him. Like, the entire crowd would <laughs> boo and chant Johnny Wrestling yeah. so he didn't loud. Even say it. He didn't even cut a promo. How beautiful was that, though? He comes out with this look and then just walks away. And to, to know that you're so hated, you don't even need a theme song. Then, like, then you start... <laughs> that, getting, I love that, honestly. Yeah, that <laughs> is the best. Need a single... He just comes out dead silence. Just jeers for for solid two minutes for him to come out he didn't need any music it was beautiful and for weeks everyone's holding up that johnny gargano emoji sign yeah. and so yeah. at first we have the whole thing where he comes out they don't let him talk he leaves then he starts getting aggravated and he starts like grabbing some of them and crumbling them beating up, up grandmas then he's literally ripping them out of the <laughs> yeah. hands of old ladies and tearing like he's really playing up the heel man like he's, yeah he's a great heel even on twitter killing it <laughs> yeah dude Ciampa was killing it right and then oh, yeah. how about the, the you guys see the one when uh he rips one away and it's johnny gargano behind it yeah, yeah. yep perfectly <laughs> that just done. gives you that yeah. like like okay here we go this is gonna be amazing and so mm-hmm. this match the end of the night, after just being floored by everything we've saw, seen so far, they don't let us down at all. Not at all. No, this this match to me was had perfect timing, pacing, uh, storytelling was 
this should just be played to everybody who's new to wrestling. You just, hey, you want to put on a modern style wrestling match that tells a perfect story. Watch this one. Yeah. It, yeah. It just really and does. Brandon, you said something in our text messages that, that I was like, that's so true. They were masterful in controlling the crowd. Mm-hmm. Like they were like, they were like composers. Yeah. And, and the crowd was going along with every, like they were hitting every note. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, I think Chris that said those that. Two wanted to hit. No, but it's or true. one of you said that. Yeah. Man. Yeah. 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 They, they had them eating them out. Of, they were just eating out of their hands, man. They just, it was Yeah, like, you could tell there was points where, like, the crowd just kept getting heated up and heated up, but they weren't ready yeah. yet, so they'd bring it back down. Dude, and it was, it was so insane. well done. These two guys, they played that crowd perfectly, and there wasn't a single boring part of that match. Oh. Every single and second of it was great. You can tell, like, in real life, they are very, very good friends. Uh, and you can really tell that they're very comfortable with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they did, uh, there's a couple moves in that match where if other people were doing them, I might be a little afraid for them. Yeah. Like where he's power bombing him onto the, onto the, yeah. the, the cement or whatever you want to call that. <laughs> oh, but like, God. if you really watch it, you could tell that it was, I mean, I'm not saying it didn't hurt. I'm sure that thing hurt like a mug, but <laughs> you know, that was as safe as that could have possibly been done. I, My God. I was surprised. It's been how many years since they've pulled back those mats and let them like go right spot the on the cement. Yeah. yeah. Because it's technically like illegal for like yeah. athletic commissions and stuff. I don't know how they unsanctioned let the yeah. I guess technically, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, that spot uh, the, alone just was the yeah. ugliest sound effect oh, I've ever heard splat. a human body make. And, and I really loved, and this is just more on how great the storytelling was. I really loved the part where Johnny Gargano has that half of the of the crutch, and he's gonna just and he's about ready to just just nail. Uh, you know, Chiampa right in the face with it, which would have done some real damage, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> and he stops himself, and you can see in that moment, if you look in his face, that he's like, you know, this. I know he's done a lot of terrible things to me, but you know, this is my brother. I love this guy. Dude, it was good. That, that, yeah. yeah, that actually brought real emotion to me as I was watching it. I was like, man, this is this is just the most incredible thing. And I was really worried because I've been a Gargano, Gargano fan for a long time. And I know uh, Chris is one of those people where if you like really sell somebody to him, he kind of gets sour <laughs> on him. So I stopped talking about him for a while and hopefully you're coming around on him. But <laughs> Oh dude, the two of them I loved. I, I just, oh, yeah. it's been, it's been quite a ride with this whole story and it's, it's, they've, like I said, masterful, masterful Maybe. for a development brand. Exactly. Masterful. Whoever it's not a development brand though. Booking, isn't that the idea behind it though? Like they're trying to, yeah, know. that's that's basically just what they say now because these it's, these are the real stars yeah, shining right on. now. It's develop when they say development brand, it's just purely to get people for the most part. I mean, they do develop some new people yeah. in there, obviously, mm-hmm. but a lot of those people are like, I mean, Gargano and Chiampa have been oh, on yeah. these for a long time now. Oh yeah, I meant uh, I meant but, in terms of developing them for main roster for for Raw yeah for, the, for that work. style yeah for yeah, their for style um yeah. and. There, I feel like whoever's writing the, the, like you said, Johnny, whoever's booking these, whoever's writing these storylines, these, even these wrestlers themselves, man, uh, main rosters need to really take a look at, take a real close look at what's happening because yeah. NXT, for me, this was the beginning to end. I didn't have a complaint. I didn't. And I, oh, even, yeah. and I watched the Ember Moon Baszler match. Like, I didn't have a complaint. <laughs> it was phenomenal from beginning to oh, end. Yeah. Um, Gargano wins and he's reinstated. Yes. So there it, we are. It's how it so should. So the feud been. continues the feud, as it should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, um, I did see something real quick that relates to this before we move on. Uh, uh, 
apparently earlier in the day they'd interviewed Daniel Bryan and he was, and he go, and they asked him who on NXT would he like to bring to SmackDown? Oh like yeah, I saw this. And he said Gargano. Yeah. Oh. And uh, so that made me think, hmm, <laughs> that's why I was really thinking that that really put some uh, doubt in me and who was going to win. Huh. But, uh, but I don't know. Yeah. Is that a dream? That's got to be a dream match for you. Brian versus Gargano. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I would just, <laughs> as well just I would just slip and fall him on slobber. As I'm watching that. that would be a really good match too. Yeah. Uh, all right. Before we end uh, the NXT takeover, New Orleans, let me ask you guys, uh, who, which match out of all of them was the premier match for you? The, like the standout match of the entire thing. It's not usually this hard to decide, but yeah. it's hard this time. They were all so well done. Yeah. Um, I just can't take it away from that main event. It was just too well told of a story, too well built. Gargano and, and Ciampa. It, absolutely, yeah. What do you say, Johnny? I have to agree. Uh, I mean, that's not taking anything away from the other matches because they all, honestly, every one of them was very, very, very good. Mm -hmm. uh, this is how you put on a pay-per-view, by the way. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. Uh, like, this would be one that where if I had to pay for it, I would not have been mad that I paid for it. That's how good it was. Yeah. Dang, not at all. Uh, but, yeah, I got to agree. Just the emotions that they told in that match, uh, the way they played the crowd, uh, like they were their own fiddle. They were just playing with them. Uh, the it was masterful, yeah. and I gotta say it's that main event for sure. I have to, uh, I have to agree with both of you three for three because la the ladder match, as amazing as it was, uh, as huge of an Adam Cole fan as I am, uh, that last match just was like you said, <laughs> masterful storytelling inside the ring, uh, emotionally. You could see it on their faces during the fight. Uh, oh, it was so good, dude. So so Brutal, so good. Too. Champa left with oh, yeah. a big old shiner. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And he had the uh, he had the the uh, the shape of the crutch welted on his back. Yeah. It was the perfect God. outline, just like he got <laughs> leveled with it. So that was it. So that was Saturday night. That ends it. And so now we go to bed thinking, oh, my God, if this is a sign of anything to come, this is going to be a great weekend. WrestleMania. Here we go. Right. WrestleMania 34 kicks off. Uh, I didn't watch any of the early, early, early pre stuff. You watched it, Johnny? I watched some of it. I'm going to run through it real quick. Mm. Uh, on the kickoff show, I did not see this one, and I wanted to. I just didn't realize it was going to play at six o'clock. Uh, <laughs> on the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, oh, uh, yeah. Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy ends up winning that, or Broken Matt. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> he eliminates Baron Corbin. But the reason that this is even uh, interesting is that Bray Wyatt shows up and he helps Matt Hardy. So that's kind of a thing uh, going on now. Does he still have the same? Is he still the same Bray Wyatt though? He looked the same, but he he. I don't know. He did seem a little different, I guess, if that makes any sense. <laughs> so I don't know. He seemed way more uh, a face than he did heel. Have if to that check makes any that sense. out. Which, by the way, yeah. I don't know if you guys saw, we were talking about how uh, how uh, on YouTube, WWE mm -hmm. put up the um, the ultimate deletion match. Oh, yeah. But yeah, in yeah. parts, yeah. it was in parts. Now they put it all together. You can watch all 16, 17 minutes of it straight through if you want oh, on nice. YouTube. Okay. Uh, little interjection. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing, by the way. <laughs> and then after that was the Cruiserweight Championship. It was Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali. And I, and I know you guys probably haven't been keeping up with the 205 Live. I mean, it's a no, lot of wrestling. Not a lot, really. The week. But it's actually gotten a lot better, and it's very good now. Who, who's, um, the, uh, who's the leprechaun that's managing him now? The general, uh, general manager. He looks like a leprechaun, doesn't he? Yeah. I'm trying to remember what his name is now. Because he, he came from TNA. Spud. Uh, 
His name was Spud in TNA, but it's not that now. It's uh, <laughs> he's very good though. He's he? really good on the mic. Yeah, he's crazy good on the mic. Um, he just he's also a really good wrestler. He just too, looks so like he would be great wearing a green suit and the little like buckle hat. <laughs> they bring him back well, as Hornswoggle grown up. <laughs> <laughs> this feels wrong. I don't know why, but it feels wrong. All right. to say these jokes. What else? Did, what else was on the pre-show? <laughs> well, Cedric Alexander ended up winning, so he's now the uh, the cruiserweight champion. Okay. Um, which I'm all for because the I've seen him wrestle a lot. Mm-hmm. He's kind of from this area. If I'm thinking around North Carolina, and also. Uh, I know I've gotten you guys on the five dollar wrestling train. Oh yeah, he refereed for a couple of those matches. <laughs> oh, so that's amazing. Nice. He may not want that on his uh, <laughs> on his resume on his resume, but he totally did. Uh, WrestleMania, uh, the the WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. I actually did watch this one. Uh, it's where all the women got in a ring and had a little battle royal for themselves. I caught, Naomi. Yeah, I caught the very end of this. One. I caught the very very end of this. Yeah, the ending of it was done very well. Where it came down to what what you thought was just Bailey and Sasha and like they go to shake hands you know they've been doing this uh, this whole Sasha's going to turn against Bailey thing for a while now mm-hmm. and Bailey kind of turns it around and turns the handshake into tossing Sasha out so you're like well Bailey's one of the name Naomi comes out and uses her butt and knocks her through the over the ropes <laughs> yeah i yeah. mean i literally it's literally what she did yep. <laughs> so yep why not interesting yeah yeah it was an interesting finish um i don't know how do you guys feel about that i, I kind of think bailey should have went over personally but i just wish they would have pulled the trigger a long time ago on this because sasha's a better oh, yeah. heel and yep. it's literally gone nowhere but she's still not full heel yet it's still this this i'm not sure if we're i'm gonna be a heel yet i'm not sure if we're fighting or arguing yet kind that's of a what thing. i'm it's saying like, like they they've are, been doing this yeah. since january it's just like <laughs> oh what's gonna happen Apparently nothing forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe maybe it's because because we've all seen that ride along where her and Bailey are riding along, yeah. and she's asking if all uh, if the crowd really actually does hate Kurt Angle because <laughs> they the can't best, suck. Dude. That is the best. Yeah. If that was and the she, base so of she, a feud. <laughs> so what I'm trying to so I'm kind of thinking like she doesn't get irony or any of that sort of thing. So maybe it's just tough for her to. <laughs> she doesn't get it. Yeah, she doesn't want to be hated. She thinks she'll really be hated instead of. She keeps coming character. just yeah. just close enough to where you're like, oh, here it comes. She's going bitch slap. No, nope, nope, she didn't. She she. What if she, Bailey uh, keeps yeah. heel turning on her all the time in real life and she just doesn't get it? <laughs> <laughs> she like throws boiling water on her and she's like, oh, that was a terrible accident. <sighs> or, so or hot coffee. Or hot coffee if you're oh, Jake the Snake Roberts. Nice. I don't know if you guys heard about that or not. No. No. Apparently, you know, they had a, all the wrestlers were there. They had like a big convention too mm-hmm. where you could go meet wrestlers and stuff. Uh, Jake the Snake was set up at one. Apparently, I don't know the whole story. I can't remember who it was, but somebody's son, some other wrestler's son had heard that he had been, he had said some things on a podcast or something and came up and threw hot coffee in his face. <laughs> oh, shit. In Jake's face? Yeah. In Jake's face. Oh, wow. This past weekend? Yeah. Good yeah. lord. Jeez. The hell's that about? And then and then this guy said after he threw the hot coffee at, his, at Jake's face he goes and then Jake was like wanting to make a scene out of it or something. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like I'm pretty sure you did it yourself you when you threw the when you threw the hot coffee in his face. <laughs> Can you imagine the nerve of yeah. some people? It's like shooting someone and being like, scene. how dare they yeah. bleed all over? If I'm thinking right, it was some. It was a wrestler who'd already who'd passed away. Oh, and it was like this person's son, and they heard that they had said some stuff on. Oh. Uh, it wasn't Goldust. On a podcast. Was 
Did no, Goldust... no. Goldust's all pissed off. Just... Uh, all right, so that takes us to WrestleMania in New Orleans. Uh, mm-hmm. Buckle down and get ready because it's a long night. Uh, oh goodness! And it, ever... it started. You realize you realize this show uh, ended after midnight. Yeah. yeah, I did. It was seven hours. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> knew that this morning for sure. <laughs> it was insane. When my alarm like... went off at five thirty in the morning, I definitely knew that. <laughs> Uh, so let's just get this out of the way right now. John Cena was not on the card to wrestle. He said he was going to go as a fan as part of the universe. And sure enough, he was sitting in probably one of the farthest seats possible (laughs) of any VIP ever. Awkwardly. Uh, So, so weird. But yeah, so we have John Cena in the crowd. Let's get that out there. So everyone knows that. Mm -hmm. Uh, First match. You know, my favorite, you know, my favorite thing to do, though, is when they show a wrestler who's in the crowd and they're supposed to be in the crowd is watching the fans beside them and seeing how they act and react to everything. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's because they're always they're like, should I be happy this person's next to me? Like you see them going through their mind what their reactions are supposed to be, and then they're trying to figure out how they're supposed to like look on television love, at the same time. Yeah, I love the people that are constantly checking the jumbotron to see if <laughs> yeah. they're on on yet, yeah. and then when they are, they react super fast. But they're not even directly looking at the camera. They're always waving at the jumbotron <laughs> yeah. as if yeah. it's the camera. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And the other thing, real quick, and this is way this happens way later in the show, but there's a point where uh, where Braun Strowman's out in the crowd, and we'll and we'll tell you why here later. But there's this kid that's following him around with his with his phone out, like he's filming him, yeah. like he's putting together some sort of amazing uh, motion picture about Braun Strowman, that's and right. he literally followed Braun all over the place. That's right. <laughs> I couldn't stop watching that kid filming him until like <laughs> until like security finally like stepped in between them. Yeah. Like, all right, you're done, guy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, God. So to kick off uh, WrestleMania 34, we get a triple threat intercontinental title match uh, between The Miz, Finn Balor, and Seth Rollins. And I was looking forward to this match because mm-hmm. all three of them are great wrestlers. Uh, they got a good storyline going on. Um, and, yeah, it's just I was like, this is going to be fun because we've seen them do this routine now on Raw uh, mm-hmm. a few weeks in a row now where they're all just kind of beating each other up and going nuts. Um and they, I thought it was a good match. I did. I, I don't think yeah. that they. I think you could see that they were hoping that they could like. All right, we're kicking it off tonight, guys. We know what <laughs> NXT did last night. Let's do it. You know what I mean? I think. I think the show. The this match suffered from one major thing that I don't understand. Like why they bothered with it because it's two face guys and one yeah. heel guy, which and is the, kind of facing man dude like yeah and the only heel thing that he could do is to have his lackeys like yeah. try and interfere or something but he immediately gets rid of them exactly and it kind of suffers a little bit like it could have been a little more chaotic with them but that, it, the match was still very good that between the three. Most, that moment at the very beginning when he sends the 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 Miztourage to the back right there already makes you feel like oh you're going to go fair tonight okay so we kind of like you you're 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 not a bad guy you know what i mean so it's like are you a face or are they what's going on with that well i've i've heard a lot of cr- the people who criticize miz a lot of it is about how he's booked and, and as in that he gets no credibility for himself when he's wrestling mm. uh, i hear that a lot so that would be well, I would think he would do that and still kind of stay healed. But I've—I told you guys, and I'm just going to make it official here. I think he's slowly turning face. I do. Yeah, I think he's going face too. It just looks the way that, that he's playing it because he could have been heel in the during the match. Like he could have been real, like 
cheating every time the ref mm-hmm. wasn't looking, you know, gou- yeah. gouging eyes or pulling out the knuckles from the trunks kind of a thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and we didn't get That's not what we got. I don't know. It's, to me, it's it's like if you do have two faces and a heel, the heel you're, should you, be overcompensating. Like, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, imagine your senior pictures. <laughs> like, no, I would yeah, have liked right. to have seen him be like the the complete like jerk during the match, like cheating yeah. every chance he yes. gets. Like, I don't know. To me, like that's how I wanted to see it. I, I there's yeah. no real complaint about the match. It just no. didn't go. You know, the way you know what it really reminded me of. Uh, this is going to be a basketball analogy, right? Okay, so in, in in the NBA, and this is when he was playing, Kobe Bryant was kind of like the heel of the NBA, unless you were a Lakers fan. <laughs> Nobody liked him because he was very cocky. He's very, he was very full of himself. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, he showed that he was really good. I mean, he won championships and stuff. But he was very cocky about it, and he let you know that he was good, right? Like, like the Miz kind of does. Yeah. Uh, but then one time somebody said somebody made the mistake of saying, "Well, he never passes the ball. Look how many assists he gets. He doesn't get very many." So literally that next game, he did nothing but pass the ball. He maybe scored maybe ten points at the most, which is well below his average. Every time he would pass up an open shot constantly just to prove a point. <laughs> so that kind of reminded me of that. Like I think that's what the Miz was kind of doing in this. Oh yeah. I just want him to stay heel for a little bit longer, just so we can get that Daniel Bryan Miz thing. But yeah, yeah. I because if you look back on on the small small times that the Miz was given the chance to go face. It fails miserably. Yeah. I just don't think he would make as great a face as he does a heel. He is really he's, good at being a heel. Yeah. He's natural he's naturally a heel. I mean That's he's great he on is. Mike and, mm. and technically you want the heels to be that good because they gotta be you know, and that's yeah. the thing. Like they got to talk themselves into the fight they can't yeah. get out of. Yeah, like that's yeah. the classic heel thing. And I just I would love to see him go up against a caliber face that can play off of his heel you know what i mean yeah. i don't i just don't think he's gotten that classic rivalry yet. who do we have there's no one on on, on that the brand that, that has that rivalry with him i mean i really i really think one is but i really think they planted some seeds uh with him and daniel bryan that that's the one everybody wants to see like that could mm-hmm. be one heck of a of a rivalry right there they've already planted the seeds for it uh, and if it was nxt that's the way they would go yeah yeah i i I believe Miz will probably end up on SmackDown again just so they can get him lined up with Daniel Bryan. Well, the shakeup's supposed to be coming. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens when they do that. When is it they say they're doing it or that's just coming? Like, Well, they've already announced the one thing that was packaged with that rumor, and that was that no more Raw and SmackDown uh, exclusive pay-per-views. Yeah, yeah. so they're, yeah, all they're all combined. Yeah, they're, thank Great God. idea. But yeah. does that make it a 12-hour show now? Oh man, <laughs> they got their own network, so they can kind of make things. That's the other thing about them having their own network. I mean, I love it, but at the same time, there's no constraints on how long they go and anything because yeah. it's just their own stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love though that they still take commercial breaks. Yeah, for their own stuff, <laughs> their own shows. <laughs> it's all they take breaks on their own shows for their own stuff. Yeah, it's ridiculous <laughs> in the middle of. A match, yeah. Like not yeah. like you know what I mean. Like it's it's like that's like if we cut to commercial now for a commercial about this podcast. <laughs> Which, by the way, that. yeah, this podcast is brought to you by Hardly Kayfabe. By <laughs> this podcast. So, uh, so yeah, it opens up. Uh, Rollins goes on to win the match, and uh, nineteenth mm-hmm. wrestler to win a Grand Slam, the White Walker. Um, and you did you? Oh yeah, that's right. He comes out with the blue <laughs> contact lenses, all Game of Thrones style. Yeah, and then the Miz yeah. came out as Naruto for some reason, and he 
looked like a goofball. <laughs> and then Finn I'll Balor came out and was like, whoa, I missed the memo, guys. He's just the same. Just, yeah. You know, oh, I mean, he, I mean, he had the rainbow. rainbow. Yeah. That's right. He had the rainbow crew with him. That was kind of cool. Really cool idea I didn't even know about. So Yeah, he has the, uh, the charity. charity shirts that he had going on. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, Rollins won. I'm not complaining, except I would have liked Miz to hold the belt longer. I wanted him to try to, you know, break that record so he can yeah. have that to add to his bravado <laughs> and, and braggadocious, you know? Yeah. Uh, what, yeah, same here. But I honestly like all three guys. Yeah, I do. Same. So mm-hmm. I was not going to be mad with whoever won. But I'm with you. If Miz would have won, it would have really, really added to his to what all he could brag about. Yeah, which he's really good at doing. Exactly, so. I agree. Uh, next match was the SmackDown Women's Championship, and it was Charlotte Flair against Asuka. Yes. It was the 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 uh, royalty against the record. And yeah. uh, I was surprised was to see match. it this early on the show, honestly. I know. I was surprised, it's too. It's like a main event level match. That's It third, really was, yeah. Or second. I wouldn't have complained if this was the last match of the night. I really yeah. wouldn't have been. I I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna spoiler alert. I would have preferred it, <laughs> <laughs> but this was a good match. Like I was because I'm not. Yeah. A, 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 I'm not really. I, I know you guys love Oscar. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like hey, Oscar's cool. She's all right. <laughs> uh, um, I do like I do like Charlotte Flair. Uh, but it was a very mm. good match. It was very cool. And again, great storytelling in this in this one. Yeah, they did a great job selling. You know the. Charlotte with the arm injury trying to fight off Asuka. Yeah. Uh, Especially yes. when she gets in the figure four and then uh, has to push Use up one and arm. uses one arm. Very yeah. well told. Oh. Yeah. The figure eight. I'm sorry, Chris. I didn't mean to. Right. Well, it's, it starts you. as a yeah. four, right? And then you oh, yeah, push that's up how she starts and you become it, yeah. an eight, goes into eight. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree with you guys. This match, I love this match. The only thing, the only criticism I can really bring to it is that they didn't give him more time. Yeah. Um, it felt, this, it if felt they would have gave them like, yeah, if they would have gave them like maybe just five more minutes, this would have felt like a really crazy epic match. Yeah, yeah, because it was only it was going that way for sure, in my opinion. A little too many, too many matches crammed in just because they want to be able to have literally everybody showcased. Yeah, and, yeah, which I under, which I understand because if I'm thinking right, the wrestlers get an extra payday for WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. So I'm all I'm all for it. I get it, but it does kind of cause problems to it. You mean time. they get yeah. paid just to show up or they get paid to wrestle? I think they're paid pay, the payouts for WrestleMania matches or more. If I'm ah, thinking right. yeah, Interesting. They, yeah. That's one of the reasons uh, Austin Aries and Neville quit the company was because they, their match was technically not on the show because it was pushed to the pre-show, and so they didn't get any of the royalties for WrestleMania DVD sales. Uh, like, it was a weird loophole in their contract, and they just didn't get it, all the money they thought they were going to get because they're on the show, they're in front of the crowd, they're in, in the ring, and they didn't get it. So they were just like, yeah, screw it. Yeah. <laughs> this match, though, like I said, the storytelling in the ring, we saw flashes of, I don't know about you guys, but for me, I felt like we're seeing some of the, what we saw in old school Rick Flair days where mm-hmm. you see Flair get beaten down and like uh Johnny I think you used the you, you used the analogy last time about that the Captain America thing where he just keeps coming back no matter what or was that you Brandon somebody said Oh that. yeah yeah she uh, she has that sort of is that all you got attitude Yeah and that's exactly yeah. how she yeah. says I think at one point like she <laughs> screams in Asuka's face like is that all you got or something She she definitely channels her dad she yeah. has definitely gotten down his like swagger she's she she has his movements down, which is is eerie but cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The strut, I yeah. love the strut. 
Uh, yeah. But yep. Oscar loses this. I was surprised. Yeah, this is a shock to me. Honestly. I was surprised too. I wrote Oscar as a winner for this one. I thought she was gonna. They were not gonna break her her streak yet. They were gonna mm-hmm. give her a title and then break it. Uh, Records no, gone. They were like, you know what? Uh, you're you're the, you're still the new one. This is royalty. You have to kind of bow to our royalty, kind of a thing. Is what it felt like. Is kind of like like it felt that way. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Well, let me ask you you guys this. It, to me, it felt like at the end of the match when she was congratulating her, the little mini promo at the end where she puts Charlotte over, do you guys think that was a little much? Because to me, if she hadn't done that, she could have just been like the whole, you know, I was a warrior, I fought and I lost. But at the end, it kind of softened her to be like, yeah, she's totally better than me. So I, it made me sort of go, well, I don't really care about a rematch now. <laughs> well, to me, like, I don't think that should have happened. To me, uh, Oscar's character is uh, way more of a. I feel she needs to be healed. Does that make any sense? Oh yeah, like, I agree. And I th- and I think that they're trying to keep her face because she's just so liked. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just easy to like her character. Yeah. Um. But I, so I think they're kind of torn on which way she should go, and that promo is definitely a face promo if I ever heard one. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. uh, but but she wrestles like a heel. I mean, she really does. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like that's confusing to me. I I could have done without it, but I got why they did it in a way. Yeah. I, I'm going to put out a positive for this though mm-hmm. of having Oscar lose. Let's go and get this loss out of the way. It doesn't take anything away from her. She can come back and start winning again. Start another streak. When Goldberg was winning match after match after match in WCW, people got to where they just didn't care. Yeah. Like, 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 mm-hmm. I mean, they wanted, and then when they finally did, uh, you know, have him lose, it was through a stupid taser. Of all things <laughs> That's that right. That's right. So people oh just God. destroyed that, that. That's the reason he lost. So this was a good way. If she's going to lose, this is how you lose. It was a hard fault match. WrestleMania. It went yeah. back and forth. It was WrestleMania. It's the biggest stage that wrestling has. And you're it's uh, and it's against Char- against Charlotte Flair. Yeah, for the title. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I mean, get that it protects her too because not being on the same show, you don't have to worry about oh now we have to feud. They don't have to go anywhere with this. It was yeah. just a showcase of the best versus the best. Yeah, but now yeah. it's like she's face okay. Where's she going now? She's not going up against face Jax unless she goes heel on Jax. Asuka's kind of stuck in a crappy spot right now yeah. unless they move her to SmackDown. I it's don't know. It's true. I just don't like where she is now because now all of her her like build up to be this unstoppable force is gone, which, don't get me wrong, doesn't really matter. I mean, a streak is just made up to begin with, but where does she go after this match? She's just yeah, sort of who does, floating. Who is she going up against? And the other thing with with uh, Rousey being on Raw, mm-hmm. uh, I mean that kind of change. She's obviously going to go for the title, would be my guess. Yeah. Um, so why would you like? What are you going to do with Oscar? And I think Rousey. I mean, we're, we'll get to her match soon. I mean, obviously she's still way green, so you wouldn't want to put her with Oscar yet, would you? No, not yet. No, see, and that's the problem too. If you think about it now, without the shakeup, you have five main event face women on Raw. Yeah, that's yeah. a problem because yeah. the biggest heel you have just got squashed by the champ. Yeah, there's no one left to really go on on Raw. They got to shake shake up the roster. I think maybe Moon showing up on Raw. 
uh, the, the other girls the that were Moon, on NXT. Moon has to show up for what? To be a face again? Or she, Someone's you know, got to turn heel or they got to trade from SmackDown. They got to do it. Um, who knows? It'd be nice to see Asuka become heel, but like you mm-hmm. said, Johnny, you want to see her uh, face a little longer uh, and then when the timing's right, when everyone's really invested in her comeback and that this was the case, boom, break everyone's hearts because that's <laughs> when it matters the most. Uh, next yep. next match we have um, U.S. Championship match, Bobby Roode, Randy Orton, Rusev, and Brandon's favorite wrestler of all time, Jinder Mahal. Jinder <laughs> <laughs> Mahal. Big Jinder fan. <laughs> Big Jinder fan, are you? <laughs> oh, God. All right. So it was just, I can't tell you how much, it, how annoying it is uh, to listen to him every week come out and try to pit all these guys against each other and try to do the whole Bobby Roode's top 10 list and, you know, this whole nonsense. Of, and it's, it's you like just you're happy watching. His tassel fell off. You, oh, God. That was, that was amazing. <laughs> but you're watching this guy who's just floundering. He's trying to do something with this character. And he's, mm-hmm. I mean, as a heel, you're great being a heel. But the character is like. Well, to so me. What? There, I don't know if you've heard the term before, X Pac heat. <laughs> the, it's the term where people boo you and hate you because they hate you, not because your character is a heel or that you're doing things in the ring. They're like, "Oh, boo! Yeah, we're enjoying this." It's we just don't like you as a person. Go away. He has that kind of heat. It's legit. I don't know if everyone feels that way, but <laughs> it's I just you. <laughs> when he comes out, I'm just like, stop, stop, That's just how stop. I feel about Go, turn around, leave. I don't want anything to do with Jinder Mahal. I don't want anything to do with him. <laughs> and that is exactly why they gave him the belt. And I hate it because yeah. if if fans would just be honest and just just be silent when he comes out, just show that they legitimately don't like anything he's doing, maybe they could actually correct it. Yeah. But when they all boo him, they think it's good. And so they give him the freaking belt. <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you, this match, oh. uh, there were moments of where it was it was good. Uh, but I was very un, you know, like mm-hmm. unimpressed with this match overall. It was a cool uh, match. A very much, yeah, definitely. Uh, Rusev again sh- was impressive. Oh, it's a shame like, he didn't win, like, dude. Like for real, that place. he is so over too. He is so over. I know. And the fact that they that was who got pinned, maybe that's what that's the only thing that annoyed me. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of understood gender winning for what Branding said because people just hate him, and that's a good <laughs> way to make him win. I get it. But the fact that they pinned Rusev just kind of took the cell, all the win out of the cells, in my opinion. Unless they go full on feud with Rusev at this point, like just straight up, he's the face against Gender. Yeah. I don't see where this can go that that makes Gender look any better. Dodge, he just does. Just give him a second championship he hasn't earned. Like what the hell? No one's gonna like this this idea. <sighs> the, so and I don't, here, here's my thing with him though like I, I do believe just to be positive on him for a second he has gotten better he really has mm-hmm. uh, his his promo has gotten better and better he's a better talker than he was at the beginning I think but the problem is I don't when he's when he's wrestling or when he's talking I don't believe him that he cares about who his character is no. does that make sense yeah 100% mm-hmm. Like I don't think that's who he is, and I know he's actually from like Canada or somewhere. Yeah, actually, yeah, but, he's yeah. Canadian too. <laughs> and see, and, and people know that everybody, everybody now is a smart mark, pretty much. Uh, and you got to take mm-hmm. it into account with a lot of these people when they have these characters. I mean, right? And, and he's just not. And he's just not. And this is not a knock on him because a lot of wrestlers aren't. He's just not good enough to have a character that he can just kind of keep and be. 
because I don't know if that's who he is. I don't get that feeling that's who he is at all. Right. Exactly. That's the thing. Yeah. The, the the mark of a great wrestler is the one that makes you think, is that dude kind of like that in real life? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I remember yeah, for like, the longest time just thinking, like, Stone Cold Steve Austin must be one of these guys, like, uh, you hear the glass shatter when he walks into mm-hmm. a grocery store, you know? And he yeah. walks down the, the aisles well, grabbing, honest, grabbing his grocery, and- like, walking the way. <laughs> like, I could see him walking down the aisles in the grocery store the way he does when he's coming down to the ring, shaking his head and just kind of, yeah, like, he, swagger. He just waggles his head too much. He knocks the mayonnaise <laughs> off the shelves. Talking shit That's to, what the glass shattering is. Talking shit to the stalker and everything. Uh, but like, that's the thing. Like if they can play this character, like you said, Johnny, like he's got to believe that that's him. Like that's, he is the character. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you start to question it and go, wait, well, wait, this guy really like, and he doesn't do that. You know what I mean? He just yeah. doesn't do it. So yeah, it was very disappointing to see him go, go away with the title in this one. Um, I, w- I will, I will jump on, on the Johnny bandwagon and actually try and say something positive. This, <laughs> this could be why they gave him the belt because they know he's just garbage and maybe this will improve him put him in some championship matches with people who are way better than him improve him well they've already done that though yeah it's 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 well, to i me, think like, trying to be positive and i'm well to me and I'm like glad when he are. was the when he was a champion he was thrown directly in the deep end but to yeah. me like he's u.s champion he's more in like the middle end like he could yeah. actually start swimming now but he still has to be able to pull off the character that's what i'm saying you know what if I mean? he doesn't nail it yeah. in these next upcoming weeks about being u.s champ getting a good feud going if he doesn't do it in the next couple of weeks he's exactly how i think he is and he's just not set to be at that level he's not he doesn't have the right Char- charisma character and all that all right i'll take a page from both your guys's book and and uh say a positive as well uh this match ended so uh the next one we got was the one that a lot of people were waiting for the ronda rousey kurt angle versus triple h and stephanie mcmahon fight yeah. wow yeah i gotta say wow because i i i've been very vocal in that i've not been impressed with ronda rousey at all all of the promos she's been doing like mm-hmm. i've just not been impressed i feel it looks stiff it looked like she like she can't stop smiling because she likes when people chant her name. It, she couldn't <laughs> sell uh, a lot of the times when there was the confrontations in the ring uh, during Raw. Uh, you it would, it just seemed very much like kind of like she she wasn't ready and she and I kept thinking to myself she was very Why? directed like Dude, you're yes. supposed to stand right here make this specific and it looked face. like it it yeah. looked like it in her poses even every the, like she would walk down to the ring with this pose like her fists clenched and like there's a specific <laughs> way. And I just said it. I was like, I don't know why they're doing it. I get it because she's a, na- a name and it's WrestleMania. But like, mm-hmm. if they if she's taking this seriously and she's trying to start a career in this, WrestleMania is probably not the place to start. You know, like to have her be exactly. whatever. Uh, didn't she make me eat my words? <laughs> Holy crap! This match. This was this was by far like the most epic sink or swim scenario for for anyone like the level of stress on her must have been so much i can only imagine if i were to debut at wrestlemania against the guy who signs my paychecks yeah like she outshined anything i thought she was gonna do by far yeah a hundred percent and on top of that 
like Kurt Angle did not look like he was at his healthiest, in no, my opinion. Not at all. Mm-hmm. He he was moving really stiff. I think a few times he looked he looked like he was dealing with an injury. Yeah. If you ask me, I don't know if that's the fact or not. It looked it's like what it looked like, like. something's wrong with his neck or something. Like he he has, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, uh, as far as I know, because of his drug history, he's now got very limited mobility. Like uh, in like his last matches, he was he was far more mobile than uh than he lets on, I guess. But I mean, he's not like anything like he used to be like i'm not trying yeah, to knock no. him because he still looked more amazing than i could ever be in the ring but yeah he he definitely and it's weird to say he was he was one of the least impressive parts of the match yeah. i was kind of scared that's for what him i'm trying bit. to say like <laughs> yeah same here ronda stuck out and mm-hmm. i think i said at the beginning of wrestlemania i was like we might be surprised by her because i do know her as an athlete she takes her stuff seriously, so mm-hmm. it wouldn't surprise me that she had been really working to show what she could do, you know, in the ring. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I was surprised that- at the way she sold and she like stayed in character and like she really did well. Yeah. I think she did great. Yeah, she sold. She sold way better than I thought she was going to. <laughs> and on top of that, uh, I think it really helps, in my opinion, when it comes to her. Uh, that you can tell she actually does love wrestling. Like, she does love it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's obvious that she was a big Roddy Piper fan, and I was too, so I yeah. can kind of connect with her on that. Same. Uh, and I, I love that she came out with a kilt. Yeah. Uh, I love that, honestly. <laughs> so did that I. was great. Uh, so she had me from there. And she's done such a great job. Think about this. When she first showed up, she kind of got booed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were people. And booed. then she. Yeah, and then she shows up at WrestleMania and they're chanting her name. Yeah. And <laughs> she mean, finishes the good. match with her hands held high as her and Kurt win. Yeah. And the place is popping, dude. Like it's insane. She yeah. she looked surprisingly at home. Yeah. Like if you yeah. if if you know, a couple of years from now you showed somebody and told didn't tell them it was her debut, you'd kind of be surprised. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah, she, yeah there's only there was only a few times where I was like, Yeah, she looks a little green she looks a little green there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Overall she looked way better than I thought she would. I mean I agree. Yeah. It, it also didn't help she was basically wearing her underwear in the match. <laughs> she needs some yeah. real I, I I jokingly said she she really needs some real ring attire. But then again, I wouldn't mind if she never did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I wasn't complaining. I'm riding up all over the place. I'm like, geez, yeah. Rhonda, man. I did say that. She's, uh, she's in great shape. I did say at the very <laughs> end, though, uh, she earned it, man. She is worthy of wearing that rowdy shirt, man. And, yeah, and you also got yeah. You also got to realize that she's wrestling Stephanie McMahon, who is not a wrestler. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, she also went up against Triple H. Yeah, which yeah. was impressive and it, when she gave. And I him love, that look. and I love how he sells for her. By the oh, way, oh yeah, oh yeah. Triple H has got to be her number one fan as yeah. far as like he wants her yeah. to go through the roof, like as as it has to be popular as she can get because this is his like project, basically him yeah. and Stephanie. You know, he yeah. told her when the time comes. I want you to hit me as hard as you've ever hit anything in your life. And she did. Yeah. She wailed on him like he was a punching bag dude and he took it. I mean and her punches are soft. I'm gonna make this comparison to how good this is how good she is. Twice in that match she done these flurry of punches to Stephanie and and to uh, Triple H to each corner, right? Yep. And those and those looked amazing. Uh just oppose that to when whenever any time and he did it tonight too, we haven't gotten to his match yet. That Shaman Man does that. <laughs> It's night and day. Shame a man needs to watch her do that and be like, yeah, I need to learn this. Uh, well, here's the here, this speaks to how great she was as well. Uh, first of all, she already has that motion because she's a fighter, so she knows mm-hmm. how to right. punch those, right? Uh, yeah. 
she held nothing back on Triple H. She was <laughs> blasting him. However, she knew how to pull him for Stephanie, but make him look real. Like, mm-hmm. dude, she did a good job of selling. And I got to tell you, huge fan now. Like, she's turned. I was a fan of her MMA. I was a fan of that already. Her in wrestling, I was kind of like, oh, don't do this, man. Come on. But now I'm like, oh, my God, it's awesome that she's in this. This is going to be good. Well, then the, the next question, logically, is who do you want to see her feud against? Oh, wow. I mean, if they're going to keep going with this feud or not, who who do you want to see? What's the woman matchup that she, she starts off with? Because I was trying to think of this. Like, who is she going to be a good matchup against if she's if she's a major face? There's so many faces right now. Yeah, that's the problem is that there's so many female faces. They need to start uh, working on some more heels. Yeah. And they need to start turning some. Maybe Riot Squad turns somebody. Becky Lynch or somebody, you know what I mean? Like, mm. you got to start turning some people because it is. It's tough for you to have this talent and then say, we can tell a successful story that's going to go over and, and in the long run, make you guys iconic, make you guys characters, sell merchandise. Like, yeah. the idea is, is we want to be able to tell this story. How can you do it if everyone's the Care Bears? They all get along. You yeah. know what I mean? You, you said a, you, you said a great name there, Becky Lynch. Yeah. It's almost a crime to me how underused she is yep. now she's so good Fa- heel uh, turn her turn her heel she'd do great and have them and have them get into a feud and i guarantee that, that will not only get her talked about but she can really help Rhonda a lot because she's so good already herself mm-hmm. uh she can really help when Rhonda's going to still need i mean as good as she debuted she's still going to need to work out some stuff she's still going to need somebody who knows what they're doing in the ring with her and yeah. the, at, especially at the very beginning here and, the, and becky would be perfect for that and you can start her out uh heel at smackdown and have her kind of feud with charlotte flair at the beginning where she it could be a backstabbing thing where you don't see it coming they're tag teaming and then she just mm-hmm. turns on charlotte that's her heel turn they feud for just a little bit long enough to really keep pushing her as a heel and then she makes her way over to raw where she goes up against ronda rousey well, they've already been planting these seeds of these four horsewomen versus yeah. the four horsewomen yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So I could see that for sure. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, like Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey, the, the armbar versus the armbar, yeah. that sells itself as like, who's going to get that move yeah. on in the match? That's like, what I'm saying. I think it would be matchup, good. Yeah. I think that'd be a good one. Uh, all right, let's move on. So the next match we have is, uh, oh, this was one I was going to look forward to. <laughs> After the last pay-per-view, mm-hmm. uh, when the Bludgeon Brothers just decimate the Usos and New Day, uh, we see that's going to be the tag team triple threat match here for SmackDown Tag Team. Uh, Big E and Kingston uh, for the New Day against the Bludgeon Brothers and the Usos. Were mm-hmm. you guys disappointed? Were you guys, did this exceed your expectations? <laughs> did it meet? Were you just like, eh? <laughs> I was I was kind of more eh, and the reason is I've seen what all three I know that all three of these teams are really really good, mm. and I kind of expected more. But at the same time, I understood why they booked it that way. Yeah, uh, they probably were in a time crunch to start with. They got like eight hundred matches going on. <laughs> yep, and on top of that, it really made the Bludgeon Brothers look crazy strong still. Yep. But part of me would have really loved if this would have been like a crazy, amazing match between these three teams. Yeah, you're right. But you could see this coming up uh, a little later. Save it for that. Like you said, because of they were pressed for time, they needed to get this out of the way. Like you said, let's let's really impress. Let's make the Bludgeon Brothers look like this unstoppable, like those mm-hmm. classic unstoppable machine tag teams. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. Road Warriors or like like those guys that just like every time they showed up, 
you knew someone was going to be hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. This, oh yeah. This definitely. Yeah. This is definitely the mood they they want to establish with this team. And I, it, like Johnny said, I would love to see them have a knockout drag out like awesome match, but there's just no way they can fit all that in with those no. three teams. No. I've never been a fan of triple threat tag team because it doesn't yeah. make any sense. If there's no rules, then the only rule is you have to sometimes go to the outside so that yeah. you can tag in and out. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It makes it silly to me. It's it just totally a silly does. style. It should always be Tornado, which yeah. would have benefited Agreed. this match yeah. way more because the bludgeon could have just annihilated them nonstop. They wouldn't have to stop yes. and do stupid tag things. Yes. Agreed. Yep. But to me, this what this does set up is a great storyline for the future where one of the teams can just go, we're going we're gonna to try our best and just have an awesome match with them and yeah. fail. Yeah. And the other team can do the exact same thing. And then they maybe team together to just try and take them out. Like this, this wall of a tag team, you know, championship group that just annihilates everything until, you know, hopefully the AOP shows up. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, would be that a is, collision. That's what's going to stop it. That's what's, cause that's the thing. I feel like with the bludgeon brothers, they're really pushing this monstrosity of men that you can't <laughs> stop but are vicious in their attack like mm-hmm. they will come like come on dude they throw some guy up in the air and then like grab like slam him down to give him more force like are you kidding and here's what they here's what i think they should do and this is just me fantasy but yeah 100 <laughs> is when the aop shows up put him on the opposite brand and then when SummerSlam comes up that's when oh, you have them meet yeah. face to face and have both teams time. And have both teams be dominating on each side, and then when they finally meet, it's going to mean something. Yes, that's a good. That's exactly. a good idea. And then later on, Lars and Killian team up and come <laughs> to the main stage. <laughs> I would love that to be honest. <laughs> it'd be the it'd be the natural disasters too. Uh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, this match goes on for a little bit, but yeah, like you said, the Bludgeon Brothers—they're uh, just meant to just destroy and show their power and. Make it a quick match because we got time. We've got other stuff to do, like uh, have a referee run out of nowhere and approach John <laughs> Cena and whisper, and then mouth and pantomime, "Yes, I'm serious. He's here." Uh, in which John Cena just takes off like a bat out of hell. We yeah. knew what was no coming, secu- dude. No security. Nope. Nobody tried to stop nope. him. Nope. Nope. Yeah, he's just a fan. I thought exactly, <laughs> uh, but we knew it was coming, dude. With all of this push, all of this push, we knew it was coming. Me personally, my thought was that they were going to bring Undertaker back anyway because I just feel like he went out like a punk the last WrestleMania. Like that is not mm-hmm. how the Undertaker should have ended. I don't care how much they were trying to put Roman Reigns over. That was not right. Yeah, just I was wasn't not a right fan of that match at, at all last year. Yeah. You just don't. You know, do that. I didn't like it. The reason I didn't like it because he never once made it out to be for his career in the first place. No, exactly. <laughs> and that's how you build that up. If he, if and when he retires, mm-hmm. and he's going to do a match to go out on it, he needs to make it a big deal, kind of like Shawn Michaels did. Yeah. Or or kind of like when uh, one of my favorite WrestleMania matches was Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair, oh. because it was for Ric Flair's career, and it made. And it added that extra element of uh, emotion to it just for that. And that's what you need to do yeah. with any of these legends when they're ready to hang up their boots. Yep. Well, who who could possibly be the one to retire him and have fans be happy about it, though? Like, 
I don't think there is a wrestler who is that much. No, behind because he them. has to. He can't. Re- it can't be retirement forced through a match. It just has to be his last match. This is gonna be his last match, and he still goes out on top. That's how it goes for oh, the Undertaker. Think so? It would have to be. It would have to be him going out on top. Has to be. Here, here, here would be my concern though, and this is just from everything. Obviously, I don't know the man at all, <laughs> but from everything that I've heard, everything that I've heard about him though is he's definitely a give back type of guy. Yeah, he loves to put and over that, the other guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that he would want to put whoever beat him for his career over. Personally, that's what I think he would want to do. Yeah, I think that's because that's making you. I mean, think of all the things you can talk about for a year at least if you're the one who retired him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what they were hoping yeah. for with Roman, but. Yeah. Well, that's because <laughs> that's because I'm going to break a I'm going to break a, the the glass Uh-oh, here. here Nobody knows this. Curtain call. Nobody knows this at all. But uh, you know he should be heel because he's a natural heel. I well, we're going to get to that because there's yeah. some conversations coming a little later. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, Undertaker shows up. John Cena plays it well and and fanboys out and lets himself get knocked around the ring for most of it. Uh, he throws himself around too. The ghost kick. Did you see that one? Uh, I saw it live when he he, oh, yeah, he botches yeah. the kick. Uh, it whiffs the boot. Ooh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, but overall, it was pretty decent match. Um, he got one move in on the Undertaker. Literally one. Only one. He slammed him once. Didn't even punch him once. Nope. I don't think Undertaker takes him out, and uh, it was quite. A, it was an uncomfortable under three minutes. Uncomfortable setting in which the in w- the way he pinned Cena. Did you notice that? <laughs> it was a little. Uh, I don't know. Awkward. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really. Here's my question: Like, yeah. where does Cena go from here? That's what I'm. I, I think he's taking a break, right? Like, he's taking a break for a little bit. I literally think that he does exactly what he did in that match, and that he just disappears. Because if you notice, take after the tombstone, you literally don't see him on camera. He just disappears because he, oh, he went back to his seat in the crowd, <laughs> <laughs> just sat for the rest of the match. He was. You didn't he really see him did waving that. his hand. Sweaty. You didn't see him waving his hand all frantically, <laughs> wanting to be picked as Braun Strowman's partner. <laughs> me, me, pick me, Braun. I work with you. I know you. I know that guy from work. <laughs> We're friends. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, I don't know, dude. I think Cena's good disappearing for a while. I, I think, think he's the both take of them disappear again. Yeah. yeah, I think they're just gone. And um, I don't know what Undertaker's doing either. To me, it just seemed like it, it exactly what you think happened happened, and it was just Cena did not like what happened with Reigns. He's, yeah. he personally probably I thought agree. the same thing we did and was like, that was just a crappy way he's for like, him to He's like, I'll let out. him beat me up. I don't care. Yeah, he's like, is this going to hurt me? I'm going in the Hall of Fame. I already yeah. know that. Like, yeah, yeah. What do I care if The Undertaker beats me in two minutes at yeah. WrestleMania? And I call him out for a month straight. Yeah, I get to you shit talk The Undertaker for a month and yeah. then go to WrestleMania and get beat by him, that's better than beating him. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be interesting to see where that goes. Uh, Next match, we had Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon, newly reinstated Daniel Bryan, cleared to wrestle Mm -hmm. uh, against Kevin Owen and Sami Zayn uh, for Kevin Owen and Sami Zayn to be rehired. That's what was on the line here. If not, they would stay mm-hmm. yeah. fired from, uh, let's let's be clear here, from the SmackDown brand is what exactly what was said. They are yeah. fired right. from SmackDown. Uh, 
Oh, for the and for the record, they've really been playing this really well because yeah. even on their Twitter, like Kevin Owens went to his back to his real name on Twitter. Even. Oh, nice, nice touch. Yeah, acting like he's been fired. Yeah, he went back to Kevin Steen. Dude, these guys uh-huh. are great. Yeah. These guys are so yeah. good. That's what I'm saying. When they when they start blurring the lines, and you go, "Well, wait, <laughs> yeah, is this real? Is this for real?" Yeah, I love that. Um, kind of reminds me of. Do you remember Johnny? I, I, the other day, I was talking to you about that video I saw about why wrestling's fascinating. There's a segment in there when they talk about after the curtain call, four years later, Triple H is on, uh, was it Friday Night Heat? What was the name of that show? Sunday Night Heat. Sunday Night Heat. And Jim Ross is interviewing him, and he shoots hard. Yeah. I mean, he goes off about how (laughs) they treated him and what they did to him just because he wanted to say goodbye to his friends. Mm -hmm. And that's when you're just like, okay, wait, is that Triple H? (laughs) <laughs> or is that Paul? Like, who's really yeah. pissed off? So, like, when they do this, love it. I love that he changes. Yeah, same. Wrestling is like the only yeah. place that they can do both. Yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. they can play a character and themselves at the same time. Yeah. And here's something really weird. I think that that Owens and Zayn are so so good at playing that heel yeah. that they're often overlooked, kind of in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's because they're so good. at I it. feel like there's truth in what uh, Daniel Bryan is saying. Also, like these guys are great, and he's and him saying that is trying to let the fans in the universe know. Also, like look, these guys, you're you're missing it. You're missing where this talent is. These guys yeah. are phenomenal talent, uh, and they put on a great show. Look like Shane McMahon really was still not feeling it because he was wasn't in most of this match like he gets beat up a little bit but and knocked out mm. uh, of the ring for most of it but it, it seemed mostly like uh, it was mostly let- Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus his hernia <laughs> <laughs> they just kept exactly. mentioning the hernia over and over exactly. and he kept holding his there's his a hernia plex the entire time uh, <laughs> followed by a hernia DDT but a lot of it seems to be Kurt seemed to be uh, welcome back Daniel Bryan so have fun uh-huh. in the ring yeah. but then also let's make everybody cringe every time Sammy and Kevin do something to, to Daniel Bryan that makes you go that might rattle your brain don't I d- do that I did see somebody made a good point when they were talking about the match um, just because I was watching some YouTube review, I like to get other yeah. people's thoughts on oh, it. Oh, I agree. And they did make a very good point. They were like, the worst thing about this match was the beginning. Because we got why you were doing it. Oh, scared that Daniel yeah. Bryan's re-injured. But we've been waiting so long. We already saw him fighting on SmackDown. Yeah. We just want to see him in a match. Yeah. And to have him not in the first half of the match killed the crowd and yeah. if you notice that Brought it oh, yeah. down. they were just sitting on their hands waiting for daniel bryan to get yep. back in so i disagree with the storytelling idea for that yeah i don't know whose idea it was but i think they should have done it different just let bryan have a normal match right people will scream the entire match all the way through yeah like, and trust me they're gonna hold their breath when they still see him yeah. do something awesome <laughs> those that drop they're gonna, kicks they're gonna think <gasps> Like, oh, my God. Oh Am my I God. the only yeah. one terrified by those drop kicks yeah. where he flips in yeah. the corner? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he, he looked like he didn't miss a beat either, by the way. No. It was it was like he had never left. That's what I'm Not saying. So so were you really taking it easy or were you like at home going nuts anyway and not caring? You know what I mean? Beating like, up his what wife. The hell? He's like throwing the, throwing the kids <laughs> throwing around. Throwing drop kicks at her. He's like, I want to try a new move. Come here. 
<laughs> She's like, leave me alone. It's Sunday. She goes down for a glass of water in the middle of the night. He jumps off the fridge with a headbutt. <laughs> Pretty sweet, right? Yeah. I, I was glad. Speaking of headbutt, I was glad to see that he didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hope he doesn't uh, do it anymore ever. That's what I'm yeah, saying. I agree. That's what I'm saying. I feel like it, if you let him loose anyway, you're going to have those moments where you hold your breath yeah. in real reality. Like, oh, God. And I know you, because I mean, he's so he's so beloved that he even made his wife, who's a Bella twin, like a face, just because, <laughs> you know, that's how good, that's how much of a over he one is. Of the, one of the most hated. <laughs> yeah, nobody liked the Bella twins. You're right. That's awesome. No, but, na- <laughs> but that's how over he is. How I, I remember when, that? Uh, like, I know we we shouldn't be in a relationship because I'm the good guy and you're the bad guy, but we're gonna make it work. We're gonna bring it public. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I've seen, uh, uh, I forgot what it was called. It wasn't a total divas. It's like a spinoff of that where they oh. went to the Bella twins life and like their significant others. Cause that's John Cena and it's like totally uh, Daniel Bryan Bella or something like that. Yeah. Total Bella Bellas, maybe something like that. Yeah. Mm. But anyway, uh, this was when he had retired and that's when they were shooting his show. And I remember specifically one episode where they went to the NXT, uh, tra- where, you know, where the NXT trains and all mm-hmm. that stuff. The training center. And he, and he's there talking to some, some of the wrestlers there. And he goes, yeah, I've been thinking like, what are some other ways I can maybe change my style so they can let me come back and wrestle? <laughs> and he was coming up with these really weird, strange out of the box things that he could do. Like he would, he would have a, even a weird way going across the ring. He would kind of crawl across the ring in a strange, odd way. <laughs> and I, and I was thinking, I was kind of hoping he would do this just to see how weird and strange it would be. <laughs> Cause it looks so weird. <laughs> like crab walks all the time <laughs> yes <laughs> he kind of moved almost like a, almost like a, a you know when you see a monkey when it's going crazy and wild <laughs> and it's hopping all over the place yeah. and it's on all fours sort of he sort of reminded me of that in a way <laughs> nice he comes back as like planet of the apes tie-in <laughs> Yeah, he's already got the facial hair so it's like minimal (laughs) prosthetics needed Uh, so yeah so Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan go on to win Uh, Kevin as you said uh, changes his name so he's really selling the fact that they're fired Uh, I believe Sami Zayn went back to skanking with the mighty mighty boss tones So, uh, yeah, they're really selling it. Next match we had was uh, champion the Raw Championship Alexa Bliss, Nia Jax uh Women's title. It was yeah. inter- it was interesting uh, to see, and I I, I enjoyed how uh, Nia Jax went right at Mickey James and just didn't. It was it <laughs> yeah. wasn't just like one slap and let me get into the ring. She was like, "I'm oh. gonna beat you up so bad now, so you can't do anything. <laughs> then I'm gonna go in and start the fight." And that that, that actually made her look smart. Yeah. Honestly, it was the, that's the smart thing it to do. Did. Yeah, I, I got to say from I wasn't expecting a lot from this match, yeah. but I ended up really enjoying it mm-hmm. overall. Uh, I like the story that they told. Uh, you know, it's always, especially in today's, uh, you know, in our era now, it's always good to see the bully kind of get their comeuppance in a way. Yeah. And that the uh, the person who was bullied really shines and and is not afraid to be who they are. Yep. And 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 you can see in her face when when Nia won that it actually meant something to her. So that that to me made that match well more than okay. Yeah. Like she was a, she was getting emotional when she won that. She was almost crying. Well, that was, so it I was, was emotional. I was all it was for good it. for her. It was awesome. Yeah. 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 I, but Alexa Bliss is honestly such a great heel. So I I envisioned that this feud would go a different way, and I was kind of hoping it would. But I mean, I can't complain. It it 
came to its natural conclusion. I was kind of hoping that they it would do keep, a... It may keep on. You might see Alexa Bliss become a little more vicious now. You know what I yeah. mean? I was kind of hoping that it would turn out that Mickey James was the one who purposely left the thing on recording because oh, i don't yeah, know if yeah, you remember yeah. like back in the day she had a it whole may. feud about being too fat like it may uh, oh yeah. i don't understand yep. why she's the heel in this situation it, it made no out, sense dude. to me it may come out but that she that was got the case she got beat to hell oh yeah <laughs> did you see when Jax was just whipping her by the head back and forth against the barricade <laughs> oh yeah yeah and I thought Bliss's reaction to that was it was the same yeah. as mine. You know what it looked like? It, yeah, exactly. It looked like uh, Avengers One when the Hulk gets a hold of Loki. And yeah, just smacks yeah, they just smashed him. That's exactly what that looked like, dude. They should have just cut to the footage of Shane McMahon when he got power bombed, just yeah. going, uh, uh, yeah, just, making a, just making that guttural noise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, Nia Jax moves on and wins it. Next match is AJ Styles. Nakamura. So uh, there's a lot of wrestling fans who were flipping out, were dying to see this because it was a, a dream match. AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, if you're a fan of wrestling overall, you know that they've already faced off uh, in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not, this isn't new that they're ever facing off. It's the first time, though, WWE, the big stage. Uh, Televised in, in basically, America. Basically, yes, yeah. in America, where we're going to see this go down. This for me was one of the top matches I wanted to see tonight. That night, mm-hmm. uh, same here. Yeah, same. Yep. What'd you guys think? Uh, be- before we say, you know, how it ends or anything, like overall the entire performance. What were your guys' thoughts? Did you feel like it, it lived up to your expectations? Fell short of your expectations or exceeded? The whole time I was watching it, I just felt like they were still just getting started. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Like they started out really slow, which I understood. But it never felt like that they got into the second or third gear for me. Right. Until after it was over. It, and then when it was over, like what they did at the end yeah. made it okay to me. Because yeah. I really changed things and it was really interesting. But if, if let's say they, that he hadn't have done that at the very end, uh, then I would have probably been very disappointed in this, if I'm being honest. I got to agree with you. Like, I, it, it was, it was decent. It wasn't enough for me to be like, because I haven't seen their original match yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't seen. See, I match. have. I've actually seen that one. It's it's a highly uh, rated match, and it should be because it's crazy good. Yeah, and that's what I've been reading yeah. the past day now is that I've been reading that this lived nothing up to that match. That that match is considered one of the greatest matches in wrestling. Honestly, that, mm-hmm. that it's it's yeah. literally up there for how great uh, both of the performers were in that match, and we didn't get that here. And there's uh, there's an argument that that's what the WWE does to these these wrestlers. These wrestlers that come from some of these indie markets where they are um, they're very much given their you know their entire career is in their hands. Basically, they write everything for themselves almost, and so they're great. They do what they want to do with that. Whereas when you come to WWE, you have to fit what they want you to do. You have to do it. Yeah. Um, so a lot of these people are hurting for it, and and people are pointing at this match, saying this could have been amazing with what happens at the end, uh, but we didn't get it because why? I don't know. Did they did they burn out all that gas throughout the past couple of weeks, uh, or you know what I mean? Like I'd say it's it's probably just a lot of right. little things you you have to take into account. You're thinking about a match that happened how many years ago? Yeah. So these guys are not. They're not that those guys. They're right. they've got uh, more miles on them. 
you know, they're older. AJ Styles was injured beforehand. I don't know how if he was 100%. Oh, that's right. That's right. But what I saw was a slower, less flashy, more strong style Japanese-oriented match. Like, to me, it felt like they were hitting each other hard. Oh, they were. But it wasn't as flashy. Maybe that's why it didn't seem like it was in full gear. Yeah, maybe. I do agree it could have been better, but I think they went in knowing... They don't have enough time, so why don't we just make the shocking spark to a fire and then just feud the hell out of this? Because, honestly, can you imagine the feud that's going to be happening over the summer between these two? It's going to be amazing. Let's say it, because uh, NXT knocked you over the head with Roderick Strong turning, and you were just like, what? as this match concludes, AJ Styles declared victorious, and you see they <laughs> shake hands. Uh, you know, uh, Nakamura does his his little bow thing uh, out of respect. He goes and he grabs the belt to hand to AJ, gets on a knee to give it to him. But as he was going to get the belt, <laughs> I had a weird feeling, and I called it. I called it aloud right away. I said, "Shinsuke's gonna turn." <laughs> this is going to make him turn. I didn't know it was going to come right you. away. I didn't think so. I didn't so. think it was going to come right there, but yeah. I thought this is going to make him turn. This is going to be a thing where he's just like he expected to win it. He did. Not mm-hmm. come like and I think a lot of people thought that because there's rumors that AJ Styles is going to raw. So it was this idea that he's going to lose the belt to Shinsuke. Yeah. Uh yeah, no. <laughs> Shinsuke turns right then and there and just totally just nutcracker a very believable turn too because as soon as he does it you go what that doesn't make sense but then the second you think about it you're like the only shot he ever got was against gender and lost yeah and now he's won the rumble he's built up all this hype he's talked him like every entire time to aj to his face the whole time without ever doing a bad thing and he lost and he still loses so you could feel the frustration of him because when he lost, I was like, really? Yeah. Why, why saw, would they same, make him lose? Same. But then that transfers immediately into the turn. You're like, I feel it. I get and it. the anger, and he sold it. The face, the way he and looked he so And he really angry. kicked him in the fucking head over and over with <laughs> yep. real kicks. I was like, stop yep. it, man. Yeah. Oh, he was. There's a there's a point when when AJ's on the outside of the ring, uh, and he kicks him in the side of the head. He literally pulls back and kicks him with the point of his toe. Kicks him in the side. Yeah. Of the head. AJ flinched hard. hard, and he started bleeding in the ear. And yeah. I was just like, damn, man. Dude, they, they wanted to sell the fact that he was mad. Shinsuke Nakamura. Like, this is a character who has been embraced the second he entered the WWE. Superface from the beginning. Every, the entire universe sings his music when it comes on. <laughs> I want to know yeah. what happens tonight when his music blares on and, like, what happens. Speaking of which, I'm glad you said that. I thought he had the entrance of the night, too. Oh, yeah. That was so For sure. Good. How awesome it was amazing. Was that? Yeah. He got he got the uh, heavy metal version Electric of his song played. The, yeah, that was so the cool. Live violins and, and ten. Yeah, that, that woman, that woman's like the guitar player for Alice Cooper. Yeah, from Thinking, yeah, I right? saw that. Yeah. Foley tweeted about that. Actually, that's cool. Yeah, and then for have a, to him to have that big huge thing. AJ Styles doesn't have a big entrance. It's just his music. He comes out and he yeah. does his thing, and he loses to AJ Styles. Yeah, you. you it's a pretty that's good. Like you feel the frustration. And, yeah. and now thinking about it, like face AJ, this is going to be great. Evil heel Nakamura trying to wrestle away that title. This, this is, is going to be the feud. feud. This the is feud a of the very, year. very good feud. This has got like 
like uh, Ric Flair sting kind of a feud <laughs> up there. You know what I mean? Like that. Like ho- Oh, yeah, for like sure. You're going to uh, see yeah. it. Austin and The Rock. Yes. I, I just feel this like this is going to be the best long running feud. Yes. If they let it long run. They should. Long, run long. They really should. Yeah. They really should. Nakamura, I think, is going to do very well as heel. I think it's going to he's that's oh, going to yeah. be good for him. Uh, all right, let's move on to tag team, Raw Tag Team Championship. Uh, the Bar, Sheamus and uh, Cesaro against Braun Strowman and Mystery Partner. I think I check out now. <laughs> this is where I check out because I in just honesty, I can't. I can't for the rest of this episode. In, in all reality, like seriously, when Braun Strowman, he, during this match, he does a choke slam to Cesaro from the ground he picks him straight from the mat by his throat yeah all the way above his head and slams him down just turn it off just turn the pay-per-view off you're good yeah there's nothing beyond that that is worth watching after. because well i don't know dude even even before the match starts i don't know comedy value i, I know would have but to say. i was like this is too much it's too much it would have been great to have him have have hornswoggle come out dude <laughs> david arquette who cares? Have any of yeah, them come out? A former champion. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Have May Young come out and have her stand on the just the apron and just be like, "You just stand there, May. I'll take care of this. I'll give them these hands." I think the reason a lot of us are disappointed is just because we wanted it to be somebody, somebody new or somebody. We wanted a big. We wanted a big reveal. I we really. Did. I would have bet a lot of money that it was someone from NXT coming up. Yeah. I kept saying it. I was yeah. like, "Who's the perfect we fit thought, for his partner? It could it be this guy. This guy." Yeah, so uh, so I get why people were disappointed. I was too, if I'm being honest. But the more I thought about it, I was like, you know what? If if I was ten years old and that was me, I would have been over the freaking moon. Yeah, it would have been the coolest night for me ever. And at the end of the day, that's what we need for wrestling to keep going on. It's got to apply to everyone, <laughs> and that's how you build up these people because that made fans for life right there. Yeah, um, little kids now are thinking that could be me someday. Yeah. I have a chance yeah, so, at being the youngest champion in WWE history. For a second, I felt like pulling a funhouse and being like, fuck you, Johnny. You're wrong. <laughs> How dare you want children because to enjoy I'm, things? Because Nicholas, uh, Nicholas, who becomes Braun's partner, no last uh, name. Yeah. Is, uh, he is considered now in the history books of WWE as the youngest champion ever to hold a belt. I, I yeah, and I, and I think I read, and I think I read right. He's like one of the referee's sons. Yeah, right? he's one of. He's like a long. He's a long time referee. One of his sons. Uh, do you think he's a ringer? Uh, there's two things I saw. I saw Billy Gunn tweeted and said, "Do you think this kid gets heat now? Backstage heat because he's a part time wrestler." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, my favorite was uh, and now. Geez, now does he get heat from Randy Orton because he stole the youngest champion ever uh, in the history books? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like Randy Orton gonna come out and RKO him at some point. My favorite, my favorite part of that whole match is when uh, they're getting into the yeah. ring, right? And he goes, and you can tell Nicholas doesn't even know how to get into a ring. Yeah. Like, he's just never yeah. done it before. Yeah. And Braun just, and Strowman just gets so mad. It's just, get in a ring. Well, the funny thing was, is the, the reason you say that is because Braun goes to, to, to open the ropes for him. Yeah, to help him out. The yeah. kid literally does it for Braun. He's trying to open the ropes himself for Braun. Yeah. And it's he's like, just no. copying him instead. He's like, yeah. yeah. He's nervous as I'll get he's out. You totally can tell. nervous, dude. It was great, yeah. though. My, I'd actually feel, I actually feel bad for him because I think he's going to get. I mean, the the crowds for Raw the next night are notoriously tough. It's going to be interesting. I want, and I'm wondering. I hope they realize that this is just a kid, and at the end of the day, he's 
it's not his fault. <laughs> well, I, I man, I don't know where to where they're going to go with this. I wanted to point out my favorite highlight of the entire match was immediately following it when they gave uh, Nicholas the championship and he struggled to hold it. He was so heavy that he yeah. could barely lift it over his head. <laughs> My favorite thing was was Braun Strowman's like, here you go. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> My I'm like is, he, is he selling this right Dude, now yeah, or is that legit? <laughs> My favorite thing was uh, in the one moment in the match where Braun looked like he may need a tag team partner and he's putting his hand out for one and the kid just kind of <laughs> is like, okay, and he leans, reaches his hand out to tag. I'm like, oh, come on, kid, stop. <laughs> he gets in the ring and Cesaro gives him this look like, I'm going to eat you. And the kid is so yeah. terrified. He's like, nope, turns around and runs right back out. <laughs> Am I the only one who thinks they missed the perfect opportunity to give the kid the only wrestling move that doesn't actually hurt you and have Cesaro give him the big swing and just swing him like a thousand times. <laughs> oh my God. Could you imagine though, if the kid ran up to Cesaro and like stomped his toe and then ran back real fast yeah. or something or kicked him in the shin and then yeah, ran he back. had butts his teeth out his bottom. Oh my God. <laughs> like, oh. The, the, the only reason that I ultimately didn't like this and it's just purely for this reason. I don't, I don't mind a kid getting a moment. That's fine with me. Mm-hmm. But what I don't like is the fact that this really, I told you guys in a text message, I go, you remember when David Arquette became champion in yeah, WCW yeah. an actor and people just destroyed WCW over that. Oh, yeah. And they go and do this here. Yep. It's kind of the same thing. And it really, to me, if just going back to pure wrestling, <laughs> a tag team, who's the champions, uh, were destroyed by one man. And yeah. I get that Braun Strowman is, is the guy. He's a big guy and he's really strong. But at the end of the day, you're kind of hurting your own tag team division by doing yep. it this way. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm going to be okay with it. I, I saw somebody on Twitter. I can't remember who it was who was saying that all these people who are mad that Nicholas, uh, was his tag team champion are just kind of forgetting what it's like to be a kid and love wrestling. Yeah. I, I, I kind of get that. So I really softened myself when it comes to that. Yeah. I like Cesaro's. I like Cesaro's tweet. Cesaro's tweet was, was "stupid kid." <laughs> <laughs> I was, was waiting great. for someone to be like, "If it wasn't for that meddling kid, yeah. I'd be." <laughs> <laughs> um, I did want to say real quick though, like I honestly believe, like there's no way to clean this up and make it okay unless they do something drastic. So I really believe on Raw they have to do a, one of two things. I think either. One, they say, hey, you do realize this is illegal. Like, a 10-year-old kid can't have a job beating up <laughs> and fighting, like, adult men. And I'm not supposed to have a job anyway, right? Like, exactly. <laughs> like, they just have to strike it from the record. Or at least be like, it counts, but... You sound like Randy can't... Orton right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, like... He should he should be like he it counts, but he obviously can't defend the titles. It's illegal. You need a real partner, and then they fix it. Or, and this was the the weird idea I had. What if it's not Nicholas, and if they just go officially, it's the WWE universe, and he picks a new partner every time, just grabs a new partner from the crowd. Then you it's, can get it's indie not, wrestlers in, dude. Because to be me, like, it's not like the David Arquette thing, because they sold David Arquette as literally fighting and winning a belt. Like, this little kid did nothing. It was Braun Strowman they, that won. To be fair, they didn't really sell him as that. He just he kind of... Uh, I'm a WCW <laughs> apologist, so... Uh, but, uh, well, you know what I, I mean, though. He's still a, a yeah. consenting adult. This is not. It's just a yeah, little yeah. kid they dragged yeah, out. Yeah. But 
I also saw on Twitter that I thought this was really funny. I, I can't remember who pointed it out, but they were, they were like comparing Nicholas to John Cena because they both came out of the crowd, <laughs> but, but only one of them won their match. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that's great. Um, yeah, dude, that was, that was a match where I, I, this is where I was just like, okay, this is hopefully. And also, and also aren't there some terrible parents of that kid? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you think about it, if, if we didn't know who this kid was, it was just some random Random parents have brought their kid to see they this. Let him go. They let some giant, they let some giant of a man take him out to the wrestling ring to maybe possibly get beat up. He was kid, terrible parent. He was kidnapped <laughs> and then given a championship. <laughs> yeah. I think we're mad. And then there's like footage of him backstage, and and wrestlers are all like, "Congratulations, Nicholas. Good job, buddy." They're pouring champagne on him. He's surrounded by strippers. <laughs> Oh, Two of five lives trying to see how much he weighs. <laughs> we could get him on the site, right? You're going to be on our new show, 55 Live. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, okay, so now we're down to the last match of the night. The night that the, the match that every single person in the world was looking forward to. Except not. us. Uh, Brock Lesnar against Roman Reigns for the Universal title. Wow. I have to tell you, I agreed. With the uh, WWE Universe chant. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, I, I wanted to ask right off the bat, since we all have a negative opinion. Yeah. What's the highlight of the match to you? This is because I like asking tougher questions. <laughs> like The highlight of the match to me suck? is it pre-match. Uh. Is pre-match is Paul Heyman when he announced. <laughs> yeah. That was my favorite part because for me, uh, mm-hmm. he's just a freaking god on mike dude absolutely that, oh yeah for that sure man just yep. he referred to himself as the greatest order <laughs> in the history of wrestling and that's not a joke the guy knows how to number one handle himself on the on the mic mm-hmm. but number two how to control the crowd oh yeah how to get them doing and saying what he wants when to cheer when not to cheer and that and just comes with all of the experience he's had how long he's been in the business but just just that being able to practice yeah. that and do that for as it many years as he can says a lot about a guy that can sell both people yeah. in the match yeah. and he's yeah. and he tells you first he's like yeah. i'm going to sell you on both these guys yeah. and then he does it like yeah. he is amazing on the mic yeah so that I'll was my that. fave that's my favorite paul Heyman <laughs> talking i'm like yes cuz everything else was just a hot pile you, of trash this is tough for me uh i try to always be positive with stuff <laughs> but man here here's here's the thing i have a very i know i'm a, i'm probably alone in this opinion i am not a major brock lesnar fan I really think most of his matches are very similar to each other. Yep. Uh, now, don't get me wrong. I do think this guy could legit destroy me easily with one hand. <laughs> uh, and most of the people he gets in the ring with, I get that. It's legit looking. Mm-hmm. I like that he's booked the way he's booked just because it really makes him seem more of an attraction than anything else, which he should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like that he has a championship, personally. But... Uh, most of his matches to me are almost always the same. And then you make him get into a match with uh, Roman Reigns, and you're really not doing Reigns any favors, if you ask me, <laughs> when it comes to that. Have him kick out of everything? That's just shades of John Cena. That's why people started hating on John yeah. Cena. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have him do the same thing. Uh, that's not how you get somebody over. You're not – I mean, everybody already knows he's going to do that. I was not surprised 
anytime he kicked out because that just made sense right. to me and they, with how they've booked and him. And they tried to get him over in the weeks building up to it, having Brock just completely you know, eviscerate him night after yeah. night. Uh, and I, I mean, mm-hmm. all the way down to the whole strap him to the chair and keep him completely vulnerable and let Brock do what he wants so that you feel really kind of bad for him. They tried. Yeah. And for a minute there, it looked like it might be working. Like people were kind of cheering Roman on when he got the upper hand on Brock during Raw. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like when they got to WrestleMania uh, and after waiting seven hours uh, of uh, pretty decent matches into some mediocre matches into some like, okay, really? A little kid? I feel like they were at a point now where they were like, all right, now, this better not be nonsense. And then when all we got was Suplex City and F5 from one side mm-hmm. and then Superman Punch and Spears from the other side, and that's it. That was all we no, got. To be fair, to be fair, we got a Crimson Mask as well. We don't get those very often. <laughs> that's true. I uh, Yeah. I, to me, just because you're talking about the build-up to the match, yeah. I want to say I think it was done incorrectly. Yeah. I well, think, obviously, yeah. I think halfway through the build-up is where they made the mistake. They did a good job of be, having Brock be the part-time. Yep. Don't have him come out and explain himself. Just, I get all the, the benefits. I don't have to explain myself. That was working. Yep. Then they had him come out and destroy the challenger instantly. Well, that's where I to think me that's were... where it's like it all fell apart, and well, I understand they wanted to make him the sympathetic. Yeah, oh, he's fighting back. He's fighting back because people weren't buying into the whole uh, hardworking wrestler against the corporate structure. They just weren't buying into it. They didn't Damn. care when he was suspended by Vince. Like when that whole thing happened, they didn't care. It wasn't the same thing as when Stone Cold Steve Austin was kicking Vince's ass. It was just it just wasn't. and why would you and why would you have Roman Reigns say that he's Vince's that. Uh, that you yeah. know, yeah. Brock was uh, his Brock Lesnar's Vince's boy. When everybody knows that that Roman Reigns is Vince's boy exactly. as well, we know that. That doesn't make any sense. When they did that, they were trying to make it that whole like, yeah. uh, the, the, the the hard worker against the corporate guy, and it just didn't work. So they that's why do... they stepped it up and said, "All right, now let's have him really, really beat Roman up, like where you have to, you have to feel bad, you have to." Yeah. And so let's let's handcuff him and strap him to a gurney and let him do what he wants. But if you notice, when they did that, they cheered that he was getting his ass whooped, and that yeah. was to me that's the problem. You shouldn't have had them even touch until WrestleMania. You build up that. You want to see what happens. And they showed you what happens first. They showed you what happens. And then during the match, it happened again. The exact same no thing. No surprises. Over and over. So to me, just to jump back to what I was saying, to me, the highlight of the match, the best part of it was that it ended unpredictably. The thing that nobody expected yeah. to happen actually happened. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. nothing leading up to that helped it in any way. So it 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 was just a wet thud. It Nobody was. cared that Brock still won. Yeah. It didn't shock anyone because they were just like, God, finally it's over. Yeah. Stop suplexing and even this the man. Sh- and even the shock added, added to a bad way. It wasn't the mm-hmm. shock the way you saw Shinsuke Nakamura turn. And you got that, like I said, you got that excitement of this is why I watch wrestling. Yeah. It's this thing. When you, when you didn't get what you wanted at the end of that match... You were just kind of like, oh, see, this is why it's stupid. This is dumb. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it, well, you also you also said something that's really smart too. That crowd had been there forever, yeah. forever, yeah, too long. And you could have put on. I mean, they let's just say for whatever reason, these two guys actually did put on a halfway decent. You could have turned the. Crowd. I don't really. 
And on top, I don't know. You would have to go crazy amazing to make this crowd care because they've already been there. I don't care if I love something, but if I'm there for seven hours watching it, I'm getting tired right, of but it. But I feel like if they'd have put on a good show, a good just ass beating on both ends where you, they were doing shit you never – like. Imagine seeing Brock Lesnar moonsault off the, you know, the two, like some crazy shit like that. Like if they did that, they could work hard and turn the crowd. It doesn't if, matter how hard the crowd is. We've mm. seen it before. We've seen hard crowds get turned by performance. So they could have done it. They just decided not to. It was the, the laziest performance by both men. And then when, when it just felt like this is not going to work, <laughs> we got to do something. He's burying. It's them. also funny. It's really funny to me when somebody gets called lazy. When they were bleeding all well, over no, the face. No, 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 no. I get it. No, you know what I mean. I just say like, it's just like when I say lazy, it was like, like I said, it's not a joke. All we saw were F fives and 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 yeah, a couple yeah. suplexes and kidding. a couple spears and a Superman punch. And then you got to this point where it was like somebody in the back was going, "This is not working, guys. We got to do something different." Okay, this is what we're gonna do now, Brock. You got to open them up. And that's what happens. He takes the gloves off. He gets down there and he purposely, you know, puts a cut in Roman's forehead so that we get it pouring down his face. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, people didn't care. Yeah, that's it the worst sucked. part is is that something they will not just throw around. They no. just don't do it anymore. And it I was a last ditch effort, man. I don't think it was planned. I don't feel like it was planned for the match. I think it was because I think it was faked. I don't think he really hit him and opened him up. You I don't think, think so. I think he bladed right before because it was perfectly placed on or his Or was hairline. that? Or was that where he, uh, when he belly to belly, like flung him into the table that wasn't prepared? Remember that he Roman literally hit his oh, head yeah. on the table. I wonder if he cut open then and then Brock opened him up because they saw it. Yeah, I don't remember how uh, it timed out, but dude, it was still kind of nonsense. So for me, it felt like last ditch effort, and then it still didn't go over. So what I th- then what made it even sadder was again <laughs> there was the blurring of the line. Like was this really Roman Reigns' character walking away, blood you know pouring down his face? literally looking heartbroken at the crowd and all around like this is WrestleMania 34 and this is really how I'm going out like was that him the real man heartbroken or is that the character saying you know I can't believe these people turned on me and are they going to turn him heel now because of it is it going to be this screw so. you <laughs> I bled for you guys I bled for you guys and you still don't care about me well guess what I don't care about you he he needs something different. I think that's what's going to happen. You think with he him. should go heal, Johnny? Here's the thing: I thought John Cena should have gone heal a long time ago, and that never happened. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to the point where he shouldn't go heal anymore at all. So th- he, this is the time. Me, this is the time for Roman, or else it's going to go past that point. If you're going to do it, if you're going to do it with Roman, you do it yeah. now. If you don't do it now, then just don't ever right. do it. Mm-hmm. But it has yeah. to be now. It has to be this. Yeah. It was supposed to be his WrestleMania moment, and the crowd booed him anyway, even as he's walking out bleeding, beaten. You know that look, dude. It's yeah. a sad look. Look at that picture, yeah. man. Yeah, it's hard. I kind of feel bad for. I him, do to be too, dude. With you. I felt yeah. bad as he was walking <laughs> out. Like I really <laughs> did feel bad. It's crazy. Yeah. See, playing that. Uh, this is incredible. Hope music as he's walking. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. this is what I think. The, the problem is, it's a combination of, it, this isn't early 2000s Brock Lesnar. This is Brock Lesnar who does, like you said, four moves, and he gets paid for it, and that's all he cares about. Like, I don't want to put, like, words into his mouth, but it 
his matches don't say he loves pro wrestling. His matches show that he loves fighting people and getting in the ring and getting paid to make a performance out of it. He, I think you're right. I think he phoned this in. He was, he literally just did three different moves, you know, 54 times and over. And Roman just isn't, I I don't want to like crap all over him. He's just, he's he's mid-level to me. He's, he's mid-level and he needs to work his character. So if I were booking this, yeah, he doesn't have the, like not saying I could book this, but if I were booking it, I'd have him disappear. I wouldn't have him come back for months. I'd have him heal up. I'd have people forget about him. And then when he comes back. Is that a pun? Heal up? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I think he should. And then when he comes back, come back exactly like you were when you left. Playing the same baby face, getting booed. And the first chance you get, Superman the punch, punch the hell out of whoever the top baby. <laughs> Superman the punch. Superman the punch. <laughs> <laughs> Superman punched the hell out of whoever the top face is at the time and just go heal from there because everything he's doing is failing. <laughs> everything. If you can't bleed for the first time in years, like legitimately on WrestleMania, yeah, and have everyone silent, like that's a bad sign for your character. It's a really bad sign. Yeah. And why the hell didn't they have him bleed? halfway through the match he bled and then four seconds later lost the match what was the point of it nobody cares that there's blood all over the place if the match is over oh man there's a rumor there is a rumor i don't know if this is true or not i found it on one of the uh, as they call it, dirt sheets mm-hmm. um that when lesnar came back through the curtain him and vince mcmahon got into a yelling match at each other mm. uh, and one of the rumors is it's called is that brock went into business for himself at one point and went off script Ooh, ooh. It's going to be interesting to see. Yeah. So I wonder if, I think it was Chris who kind of alluded to it. Maybe he wasn't, they didn't script for him to bleed, but uh, Brock took advantage of something and just said, hey, I'm going to make this happen. Yeah, yeah. That's (laughs) what what I'm saying. I wonder if he, because when you see that throw, when he throws him into the announce table, uh, it wasn't clean. He wasn't prepared, and he took a knock to the forehead when he went in. Because he had no clearance to flip, so his face just went straight. Exactly. But what if, like... That makes me think, what if Brock wasn't supposed to win last night? And in the middle of that match, it was when he's like, stop me. Stop me from winning this match. So Roman's like kicking out, kicking out, like waiting for the end of this match. And Brock's like, no, I'm winning now. Like, what if he went into it for himself? I don't think that would have been the case. And I'll tell you why. Because we know Vince McMahon. There's only two people out there doing it at the time, like in that ring, though. No, we know that. But after the (laughs) fact, after the fact, that fallout would have been fast. It would have been super fast. Vince would have been like, you don't decide that you're going to keep. We call how this goes. Um there's I've been and then he gives him, and then he gives him a contract extension. I was just going to say, yeah, that actually came out <laughs> yeah. in the news today. You see this today? Mm-hmm. Uh, Univer- I saw Brock it, yeah. Lesnar re-signs with the WWE, and he's going to face oh, okay. Roman Reigns at Greatest Royal Rumble. Vince McMahon announced today that the Universal Champion Brock Lesnar has re-signed, and next appearance is scheduled for the Greatest Royal Rumble event, where he will compete against Roman Reigns in a steel cage match for the Universal Title. So we get to see, and this is going to be in Saudi Arabia, we get to see him throw F-bombs and suplex city inside a cage this time, basically. (laughs) F-bombs. He did throw one last night. Oh, he did. did. He totally did. Uh, And that was another thing I was going to say. What if that's just the only reason Vince was yelling at him? 
What if that was literally the only reason he's like, you dropped an F-bomb at WrestleMania in the middle of a match. We got to edit that now. We're not ready yet to move on. We're not going back to the Raw era. He, uh, that was my, that was my thing was thinking that they seem to be pushing the, 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 the line again now. Like they're that pendulum swinging back. It's getting a little bit more, uh, grittier. They're saying things more, uh, calling each other, calling each other bitch on the, uh, (laughs) USA Network. Uh, it's is uh, I don't know. We'll say now blood. Now we got the blood coming out. Yeah. Uh, it's, as long it's as they don't overdo it, yeah. I, I'd say like if you had a, two matches a year where someone bled, to me that's like perfect. That's the right amount to have like important enough matches where that would would make it work out. I don't know. Yeah, because if you do it all the time, then it takes away from yeah, it. Yeah, two three at the yeah. max, like big pay per view matches. Don't have them bleed every night on Raw. So here's the thing. The Greatest Royal Rumble, because it takes place in Saudi Arabia, for us, it's going to show at noon. Uh, <laughs> here in America, it'll be on at noon uh, with a special one-hour Greatest Royal Rumble kickoff starting at 11 a.m. Hmm. Um, apparently, though, it's going to f- feature the first ever 50-man Greatest Royal Rumble match. It's also going to feature John Cena versus Triple H. So there's your answer as to where John Cena is going. He's hmm. sticking around. He's going to feud with Triple H for a minute, uh, and then six other championship matches are coming. This is this has got to be like non-canon though. Like this is a, <laughs> like this is just a, a side story thing. There's no way they're going to have major storylines evolve no, at this no, thing no, in Saudi no. Arabia. So this is all the this is all the Star Wars novels before the new Basically. movie came out. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. All right, so I wanted to ask you guys overall SmackDown uh NXT who wins? NXT takeover, I say. You mean NXT or <laughs> yeah, they go uh, WrestleMania? Head head. Yeah, Re- oh yeah, WrestleMania. Oh, okay. Sorry, I said SmackDown. <laughs> WrestleMania or NXT, who wins it? Oh, obviously NXT. Yeah, right. They they went away with it this weekend, the entire sh- show. I I will give them the benefit that they did have a third the length and yeah. it didn't suffer. It actually benefited way more to having a shorter show. Yeah. Hint, hint, yeah, WWE. For sure. Jesus. Seven hours. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, yeah. we missed stuff uh, just because it was too long and we didn't know it started yet. And, like, we don't want to have to do podcasts that review these longer shows because that makes this a longer show as well. Because normally <laughs> these should, the hardly kayfabe is not going to be this long. We're going to cover yeah, just quick, is... quick coverage of what happened during the week. Raw, SmackDown, NXT. Let's move on. Yeah, you're uh, getting a big first. Yeah, this is, this is pay-per-view, two big events, and they were a lot of really big matches, so we kind of mm-hmm. went over a lot of them. So, okay. So we all agree NXT took it uh this weekend now i want right, to ask Johnny? you uh, at wrestlemania yeah i agree mm-hmm. yeah i agree 100%. i want to ask you at wrestlemania what's your standout match which one's the one you enjoyed the most hmm wrestlemania man i keep i keep thinking about that triple threat the most which one personally the the one with uh, Miz. okay the first Baylor. one the opening yeah yeah I, I it's either that or it's oscar charlotte for me it's one of those two hmm yeah, I'm gonna go out on a limb, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say, in all honesty, like the match that I sat up and I said, "Wow, yeah," was the Ronda Rousey. Match. I was gonna say the same thing. I I won't say it's a better wrestling match than some of them. Like very close behind is AJ and Nakamura, just because I love yeah the the two of them in the ring. But I never expected the Rousey match to be entertaining, right? And it was not only entertaining; it was way more entertaining than it had any right to be. Yeah, <laughs> with Stephanie I, McMahon in the ring. Yeah, I agree. The triple threat match was great to see. I love mm-hmm. all three wrestlers that were in it. 
and we did see some other cool things throughout the night, but to me, it was the Ronda Rousey. Was that that match stood out because, like you said, far exceeded expectations. And it, I mean, far exceeded. And with the celebrity sort of level to it, and yeah. seeing these old older uh, legends in the ring mixing it up with a this new superstar it felt very wrestlemania and obviously that's their their centerpiece for this wrestlemania is that yeah. match because how can it not be it's got a big name they built it up you know triple h kurt angle all that yep to me it just exemplified that wrestlemania last night yeah so. i'm looking forward to raw smackdown uh this week see what's oh, gonna yeah. happen now so next episode we're gonna give you a good wrap-up of the week raw smackdown and nxt it definitely won't be as long as this episode. Uh, <laughs> anything you guys want to throw out there before we close out the show? Hmm. Anything that we missed from uh, NXT or? No, nah, I think we covered everything. I sure hope yeah. not. It's been two and a half hours. Yeah, we, we literally covered everything. <laughs> we're uh, we're as long as the freaking WrestleMania <laughs> we're complaining about. <laughs> well, <laughs> for being that's long. technically the first 20, 30 minutes. We kind of uh, had a conversation before the show started. But yeah, it's a two-hour <laughs> yeah. show yeah. is still a, yeah, to a, be a fair. pretty meaty show for your first episode. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that was Hardly Kayfabe. This is going to be your weekly wrestling wrap-up with Brandon Fuller, Johnny Townsend, myself, Chris Chavez. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, yeah, so we're going to go out on Luke Harper's tweet for today. Uh, he says, it's Monday. You know what that means. <laughs> <laughs>